El Padrino. Yeah. <laughs> La Machina. Bros Podcast, yeah. nigga. Episode 48. Part of me. All 20 V machine, nigga. <laughs> El Padrino. That's for the plug. More, more volume on that. Spooky season has returned, nigga. <laughs> Shout out Conway. Yeah. Look. I'm just a product of the struggle But now they realize my vision was symbolic to my hustle Another 550,000 topping off my duffel Getting too heavy to lift Shit, I can probably pull a muscle My mentality is fuck you Like I was Willie Russell Westbrook, they thought I was sitting back While them niggas was getting fat But this what I was really up to About to get another ring Like when LeBron went to the bubble it's like the jealousy is never ending Know some niggas that pocket watch and count the bread I'm spending People act like I don't got overhead expenses I'm grinding like my work is never finished I'll never give in, boy, I'm jumping over all of my obstacles Even with a song for teletending My niggas jump out, dumping Dracos and flooding Benzes Conway Machine back with the flow that's unprecedented Yeah I bullet yeah, through the money green, colorin' the bag like I'm James Harden. Money keeps triple doubling. <laughs> that, that is Conway the Machine, man. It's called 6.30 p.m. tip-off. Oh, my goodness. Hold on, I got another one for you. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before you do that, just, we like ring, just to ring set the vibe. Back. You can hit that and then... Right, we man. here, man. We here. I said, set it up for my left. Set it off on my right. On the heels of new music. We got a whole new 12 tracks today. It's the Mallory Bros Podcast, episode 48. We here to turn up. We got that new coat for you. Let's turn up. Happy Friday. Throw. Niggas are in trouble. <laughs> you niggas in trouble. Throw. Yeah. <laughs> flow. Paint a picture like a young Pablo. Picasso. Niggas say live fast, die young, so I drive slow and pray I die old. And the drop with the top low. Met a bad bitch from Chicago. My hat wasn't cocked, yo. Kept it straight. Yes, sir. Oh, man, the throne is back. The throne is back. The throne is back. I'm so excited for this podcast. Yes, sir. I'm so excited, man. Because we starting it B. <laughs> With the LA Leakers, J. Cole. We want to say happy Friday to everybody. Welcome back to the Mallory Bros Podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome. This your boy Terrence. And to my right, Terrell hey, always when I talks do this. to you. My name is your boy. Look at Terrell. What the fuck am I supposed to say? Because your boy, <laughs> it's your boy Terrell and Terrence. We never do that. <laughs> we never do. <laughs> hey, you can't start with that. We got to play the drop, nigga. Definitely not. I just pulled it up. Hey, yeah, man. Real quick. Uh,. Did Jayco do an interview, or was it just he just went up there and did a freestyle? I don't, I don't we know. We need that interview. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I don't know. I know it was just the uh, the freestyle. All right, shout out to everybody that's actually listening to you. Gonna have to get all your levels back too. Shout out to all of the niggas that um that actually like are listening to this after they heard the album. Y'all know how we do, so we were not going to be able to listen to it. Yeah. Um, because we're we're doing this what the night before the midnight. Yeah, and so. 
We are listening to it tomorrow. Hey, and if you're listening to this on Saturday, it is the 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 the, the one's birthday. Yes, sir. Mallory Bro's birthday on Saturday, May fifteenth. Yes, sir. Turn the good old how old to Twenty seven. And you know what's crazy? Y'all been saying that since last year. Everybody asked me last year how old I was. I said 27. And I was 26. Mm-hmm. Something about this year, bro. We started this channel when we were 21. One? Yeah. Because it was 15. 15, yeah. 21. Our, we started our channel the same. Oop, my bad. It's coming. <laughs> we started our channel the same year Joe Budden started his podcast. I don't know if you know that. The Joe Budden podcast started February 2015. Just for context. I know we're going to speak on that today. I just learned that today. That's when it was. That's when it started. I could have sworn I listened to that drink in fourteen. That's what I said. I said I was, I was like I could have sworn that drink started in fifteen. I was looking, I was watching Marissa talk about how she got let go or some shit. We gonna get into all of that fun stuff, but like, let's let's go ahead and get the drop going. Let's go. Yes, sir. Bros Podcast, episode 48. Yes, sir. Uh, the first Redskins jersey I ever had was a Stephen Davis jersey. 48. That was the first Redskin anything that I received. <laughs> RIP the name Washington football team. We standing up. DC family. Bill. Just throwing that in there. But, uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> episode 48. <laughs> episode 48. Stephen Davis episode. Troy, you got other 48s. Yes, sir. Bud Dupree episode. Pablo Sandoval episode. Bud Dupree. Hey, Steeler Nation. Y'all remember when y'all was undefeated? Who y'all, who y'all got that first W, uh, that first L2 last year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Walking your trap, take over your trap. Walking your trap, take over your trap. Lamb, trap. Lamb, <laughs> trap. That was the best part of last year's football game. Football that game. was the the Steelers, the end of the Steelers season was the most depressing thing ever. I could not imagine being a Steelers fan yeah. going 10 and 0 and then losing all them games. They absolutely crumbled. They got like, <laughs> they was losing to the Browns. <laughs> It was ridiculous. But all right, y'all, we ain't going to keep y'all waiting uh, too much longer. We got J. Cole freestyling over 93 till infinity. Now, I don't know if anybody's ever heard 93 till infinity, but, like, this one of the instrumentals that I play all the time, and I'm like, yo, if they ever send me to a radio station, this is what they're going to play. For it's real? It's crazy that they play <laughs> this one, yeah. And, look, still tipping. Remember when we did the uh, the jam session, and I was like, I felt like I'm about to spit on this joint. So I'm telling you. That that's still my bad y'all for doing that. That's still tipping. Yeah, that's a little. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. I know what you're talking about. It's gonna be an ad there, I bet. Yeah. Okay, so let me uh. But uh, we're gonna do a um an on podcast reaction to the L.A. Leakers freestyle. I know everybody's probably heard. If you haven't, you'll be listening to it for the first time with us. Yep. And if you don't want to listen to it, I would say you, you can, can skip, skip forward. forward. A bit. It's totally cool. But hey, look, y'all, this is J Cole. Yeah, man, if you're a hip-hop fan, let's get it. You're, y'all got to get that calm man. L.A. Leakers, Sour right, Milk, just incredible. Sour. This one has been uh, about 12 years in the making, man. We're not going to put y'all through the whole it's been interview some, it's been in the beginning. J. Cole. This freestyle. Is here with the yeah. L.A. Leakers. Yeah. For Freestyle 108, baby. Keep let's that pause button ready. Yeah, we better, we better chop so this. fucking long. <laughs> long away, let's go. <clears throat> 
yeah, rest assured The best is here in the flesh and that's for sure The rest should wear my vest, I'm set for war Nigga, press record, I send niggas to address the law Same flow to put your neck to sword The same flow to just I send niggas to a, to a, what do you say? I send niggas to address the Lord? Yeah. But like a sin? You know how they say it's a sin? Okay, okay, okay. I'm with Come you. On, I'm with you. you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay, I'm with you. I send you. niggas to address, the, to, a, to address the Lord? Is that what he said? Let me yeah, go yeah, back yeah, for yeah. this. No, he did. He did. He did. He did. All right, cool. Look, hey, look, you got your uh, <laughs> thinking cap on today. Look, and you the cold fan. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, let's get to it. Ain't did one of these in so fucking long. <laughs> Let's keep it up, honey. He had to get that off. You this nigga he, had a billion in a minute. Look, you know how you a baller? Like, he had a, a full clip. Was like, I ain't never, I ain't shot in a minute. Yeah. I'm gonna say, look, you know how you step on the basketball court, a baller, be like, I ain't balled in a minute. Yeah. All like, that. That shit is always impressive. We're waiting. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, rest assured, the best is here in the flesh and that's for sure Back. The rest should wear my vest, I'm set for war, nigga, press record I send niggas to address the law Same flow to put your neck to sword The same flow to just undress your whore Take over, nigga, check the score This is chess, better check your ball Who gave the world more fire but got less reward? No stress, my only guess is that less is more More or less, hundred G's in my dresser drawer I'm blessed, hope I arrest, don't arrest me for it I'm new to it, my new crib got the Times Square view to it My two bitches lay in my... <laughs> <laughs> First of all, he talking. This is just pure talent, like spitting. And I'm gonna tell y'all, these niggas that's rapping, they can't capture your attention like this. And this is exactly what I'm talking about. He haven't said much, much, but imagine he stopped here, bro, on the heels of a new album. He got like, your attention. Yeah, and I like the way he. You know, the reason why I say he talking is because you, J Cole don't never really brag. You know what I'm saying? Like he did in the last album, but why don't you pull the lyrics up? Fuck it. No. Uh-uh. First reaction. He was like the best for sure. The best in the, the best in the, the flesh. Yeah. Oh, you know what I was thinking about? What? How they was talking about how Biggie rap like uh like jazz, the way it swings. Yeah. Now when I be listening to people it's like cadence, I be thinking of that. That cadence in the beginning, that's talent, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm used to it, that's your best friend giving me head Now you do it, see mommy it's not so weird After I hit I cut you off like Picasso air Van Gogh or whoever God damn Cole you're too clever like a fuck Yeah James Brown Yeah <laughs> Cut you off like Picasso air He said Van Gogh at whoever Yeah, and you know. like Van Gogh mm -hmm. I got you Sample you're too ever Times two that's four Cole, you're too clever like a fucking James Brown well, Go back a little bit Weird after I hit, I cut you off like Picasso air Van Gogh or whoever Goddamn, Cole, you're too clever like a fucking James Brown Sample, you're too ever Times two, that's forever More treble Me Like a James Brown sample You're too ever What? I'm trying to get that You're too clever like a, a James Brown sample you're too clever. I bet James Brown. I mean, this is the this is just easy shit. But nah, I bet nah, James Brown has a song called "Too Clever." Nah, you missing that real? This nigga lost his way. This nigga lost his way because th he don't say that. He say, uh, he say, um, he said like a fucking. He said Van Gogh or whoever. Let me just go back. God damn, Cole, you're too clever like a fucking James Brown sample. You're too ever. Like a, like a fucking James Brown sample. You're too ever. Ooh, that's a bar. I just don't know what that is. All right, bet. We're going to keep it locked.
You still with us, Rev? Yeah, I'm still with you. I bet. Yeah, I got you. Damn, Cole, you're too clever like a fucking James Brown sample. You're too ever. Times two, that's forever. More treble. Meaning more high end shit on your level. Put the fear God in niggas, I'm pure devil. Walking contradiction, my description. Off the top magician. Compositions, non fiction. Shit it in the competitions. Pot the piss and gone, uh. So long, uh. Saturdays a nigga used to mow lawns, uh. Nowadays a nigga be eating prawns. Fuck my bitch by the window, wave to the peeping times, uh. Yes, I'm Carolina's yeah. finest. Yeah. Southern nigga with New York stamps, honest. Out in Queens with the fiends, I'm your highness. Cold world, don't mistake it for a sinus infection. At this point, I'm just flexing by. My goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This nigga said, I put the fear in, I put, I put the fear of God in niggas. What'd he say? I'm on. I, I'm so sorry, but we, I just wanted to let it rock because I don't like. Keeping a pause. Believe it or not, when you do reactions, we, you keep pausing. But I know that could be annoying for y'all. Mm -hmm. So we let it rock. But like, what do you say? I put the fear of God in niggas. Right, the lyrics up uh, Yeah, I put the fear of God in niggas. I'm pure devil. Walking contradiction. My description. Off the top magician. Compositions. Compositions. Non-fiction. Shit it in the competitions. Pot, look, pot shit it in the competitions. Pot to pissing. Uh. Yeah, heat, yeah. So long. Saturdays used to mow longs. Nowadays, a nigga be eating... Eating prawns. prawns. Yeah, fucking my bitch. Okay, yeah. I, I love it. And then I'm like, you know, it's, it's just a lot of bars in there. Right. Out in Queens with the fiends, I'm your highness. Yeah. I like it. Next in line in the test is time. Play the game right, nigga. He gonna rest his mom. In the sands of Sudan where she rest her mind and find peace because the son will be fine. He got the city on his back and I got him on mine. You think I'm lying? Shit. Step one, got the villa on that. Shit, I predicted in my raps. I done did all that. Yeah. Next, please. Eat rappers, mm, check please. Here's a tip why niggas grip my testes. You want shoot and shoot, don't play with me. Hardest shit out the south since slavery, nigga. <laughs> That's great. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm really not tripping that we waited 12 years anymore. I'm not. I'm not tripping. I'm jealous that these niggas got to be there all season. All season has arrived like that. Top tier bars. MCs, you know what time it is, man. Really like that. What is he doing next? He gonna do still tipping next. Classic shit only, man. It's a classic. Oh LA Leakers. Jay Cole, you better goodness. do better than me on this joint. <laughs> you better do better than me on this joint. <laughs> Look, otherwise, I'm going. <laughs> uh. Matter of fact, who wanna hear me instead of Cole? <laughs> <laughs> Woke up this morning and wonder, hey, shit, I get fresh and shit, I keep it humble. My closet like Dover Street used to be bumming. Some days I'm still bumming. The difference is nice yeah. by choice. Got just a peeked out the window. These little niggas different. They don't play Nintendo. They play with extendos. I hope you can limbo that chopper. Go spin you around like a judge on a voice. I'm from a city. He said, I used to grow up on a something street. I was bummy. And that was back then. But now I do that shit by choice. He said, this nigga said something, something to chopper. No, 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 Terrence. Like he said. These new kids play with, what'd he say, honey? He said something about kids playing with extendos. <laughs> uh, these little niggas different. They don't play Nintendo. They play with extendos. I hope you can limbo. That chopper gonna spin you around like the judge on a voice. That's crazy. The chopper gonna spin you around like a judge on a voice. First of all, if y'all haven't all, seen The yeah. Voice, love that show. Way yeah, better than American Idol. Get that bullshit 2008 show the fuck up out of here. Yeah, they need to retire that. We on voice now. Look. But that's fire, though. If you haven't seen Voice... The, car uh, the people just come out and sing. The judges cannot see them. They just got to only hear the voice. And if they like them, they hit the chair. The chair spins. What a great show. These little niggas different. They don't play Nintendo. They play with extendos. I hope you can limbo. 
Like I hope you can limbo. Like I hope you can. I'm Terrence. Yes. Yes. But okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah. This nigga. All right. Let him rap. Let him rap. Most niggas never get lucky enough to see. The window, these little niggas different. They don't play Nintendo, they play with extenders. I hope you can limbo that chopper, go spin you around like a judge on a voice. I'm from a city where most niggas never get lucky enough to see something outside county limits. I ran up the digits, I don't have no motherfucking business complaining about nothing. Ain't got no time and no patience for lists. They be making a who they debating is better. Let's face it, he one of the greatest. No Bill Cosby shit, but if niggas is sleeping, then fuck right. Most niggas don't understand right. me. I don't oh do the Grammys, God. I be in my jammies on sofa. Most niggas don't understand me for. If niggas is sleeping, then fuck them. He said no Bill Cosby shit, but if niggas is sleeping, then that's crazy. That's crazy. You're not one of the greatest, but that's crazy. How is he not one of the greatest? We'll get into that. But so you think J. Cole is one of the greatest. Oh, we're going to stop right this right now. I'm asking you right now on air. You think J. Cole is one of the greatest of all time. I mean, J. Cole is up there with Pac, Biggie, J, J. Cole. Yeah. Okay, cool. Not top five. Not he's not in my top five. Cool, but top ten. <laughs> Come on, bro. A top ten? Let's just finish the freestyle, Terrence. <laughs> Basketball top ten. Kareem better be in your your top your, your your top five. We'll get to that too. You know I will <laughs> fuck that list all up. <laughs> Gary Camry, Payton. I bet I look good in Let's go. Let's go. Most niggas don't understand right. me. I don't do the Grammys. Oh, this nigga <laughs> said no Bill Cosby shit. But if niggas is sleeping, then fuck them. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'm sorry. That's crazy. That's I'm sorry. Nuts. Hey, I That's love crazy. the boldness. That's fire. I love how you don't care. I love it. Yeah. This is what rap is about. Right. Where most niggas never get lucky enough to see something outside county limits. I ran up the digits. I don't have no motherfucking business. Complain about nothing. Ain't got no time and no patience for this. They be making up. I love that line. Like, we weren't supposed to make it outside county, li outside county limits. Yeah. I don't got no business complaining about shit for where I am. Yes. They debating is better. Let's face it, he one of the greatest. No Bill Cosby shit, but if niggas is sleeping, then fuck right. Most niggas don't understand right. me. I don't do the and Grammys. I be in my jammies on sofa. Most niggas don't understand me. That was actually, I'm gonna go back. That was actually for you. Yeah. Niggas hey. is sleeping, then fuck you, I'll boy. I'll definitely say that I'm sleep. Bill Cosby uh, shit. I'm 100% sleep. <laughs> That's wild. Are we literally the gonna <laughs> Most niggas don't understand right. me. I don't do the Grammys. I be in my jammies on sofa. Most niggas don't understand me. Ferrari or Camry. I bet I look good in them both. Most Ooh. niggas don't even get this cold. How you on top, but you don't got no bitches. I know. Most niggas don't even get this. To give a chance, they trade family for riches. I know. Look at my ceiling. It's endless. I'm sick of these bitch niggas feeling the sentence. It ain't in the vitamin C and they system to get rid of me. I'm a killer. Relentless on top of that. I sound like I'm still in the trenches. I come from the villa. I turn villains to victims. Reaches the RIP. Fill up your missions. A message for niggas that's feeling ambitious. How come a nigga still ain't to this pride? Ah, you bitch, all season coming May 14th. Fuck all y'all niggas, it's over for you. I love it, bro. I love it. Love it. You heard I'm that, so right? excited. I'm so jealous of you niggas that already will hear have heard the album by this. I'm jealous too. That nigga is his pen. This nigga's pen. You know what? And you know what's crazy? Ah, I don't know, Terrence. First of all, I talked to uh I forget his name. I forget Let's... his name. Shout out my man. I forget your name for right now, but I know your name, bro. I just seen him today. He had a Dreamville shirt on. <laughs> Coming out the mall, he was like, I think, I was like, I think, uh, I was like, Cole might have one of the best albums of the year. He was like, he, de he definitely might. I'm like, this nigga has a Dreamville <laughs> shirt on. <laughs> I was laughing, what did like, you expect that nigga to say? But um, I was telling him like, yo, Cole might just drop one of the best projects of the year because that's not even a question. It's going to be one of the albums I'm of the hoping, year. I'm hoping. Hopefully. I he mean, said his man's was saying that his, that he think that Cole was going to drop a bunch of, uh, B sides. Somebody said that. What if it's a bunch of B sides that Cole just said, fuck it. I haven't dropped in a minute. I'm going to just drop this. But then again, I was like, it's going to be fire. 
It's going to be fire because it's cold. I mean, yeah. But he can't. He's not going to do that because he's going for the. He's the one that speaks on the throne. One thing about, like, Drake. Drake is a on-top artist, like, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Drake never talks about or he, his brand isn't I'm better than all of you niggas. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He knows it, but he knows he's been on top for a long time, but that's not his brand. This nigga J. Cole is always talking about, think about it, you came with niggas been counting me out. All right, so you got to come with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, and I was telling the dude today, I was like, yo, like, J. Cole is not going to put out no B-sides. The, um, this is, I'm actually excited for this album because of the artwork that dropped. You saw the artwork, right? Yes. And I was telling him, I was like, yo, like, this is like when, this is like, it's giving vibes like this about to be old J. Cole. And I don't mean to say old J. Cole, but just like, you like, the, I like the vibes of this because like, we had, of course we had 2014. Remember that album cover? But remember even before that, like with like, basketball J. Cole, like Friday yeah, Night like the Lights, warm up, the warm up. Um, I was telling him, I was like, this this artwork is is like reminiscent of like Friday it's Night Lights. Yeah. Like, we so about we, to go back then. Like, yeah, 1,000%. When you think about the warm-up, he's holding the basketball. Um, Friday Night Friday Lights, Night he Lights the... he's holding the basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's holding one on a, on a come-up. But the fact that the the, ba- the basketball court is on fire behind Like, you, it's back. Like, I just feel like this, this I like the off-season basketball vibe. I said, Cole, Cole about to crush this. I know. But you know what's crazy? You know what I'm thinking and I'm hoping? I'm hoping he goes outside of the the social norms of, you know what I'm saying, what to talk about. And him setting the, uh, hopefully him setting that basketball court on fire is him saying, like, all right, I'm done with that old shit. Like, now I'm unfiltered. Nah, he needs to be going back to that. What are you talking about? Like, I'm thinking it's like, yo, I'm back to, like, the off season. I feel like the reason why he's doing, like, the basketball theme is because he's trying to get back to those Friday night lights and warm-up days, bro. That's why he has the basketball on this album cover. Because think about it. You just did, for 2014, you were sitting on your roof. Then For Your Eyes Only was like a, like a candid picture of Cole, I think. Mm-hmm. And then KOD, it was almost like it was like, like it was like a it was, it was like, like a artwork. cartoon, mm-hmm. yeah. But this is literally back to his roots, the basketball, like the off season. This is literally if you could go look the warm up, Friday night lights. The off season is a part of that branch. It's not a part of the KOD or the or the you know what I'm saying. So I'm like, yo, this could this is Cole's opportunity to really like smack everybody with just flames, because now look when he did KOD and this is the thing like. When you hear people talk about For Your Eyes Only not being good, it's not that it wasn't good. I think Cole is like Drake where he can't drop bad music. It's just, is the project conceptually good? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The project as a whole. and I Collectively, like, yeah. Yeah. I think this is his opportunity to smash it, bro. And I think he will. Music. Niggas got mad at me when I said J. Cole had something to prove before K.O.D. came out. Mm-hmm. But that was a very pivotal point in his career. If, and everybody was like, he doesn't have anything to prove. And I'm like... I'm yes, not saying this nigga. I'm not saying this nigga had to prove anything. But what I was saying back then was on the heels of Four Eyes Only. If KOD would have been a mid project, that would have strongly impacted the way people looked at him. You know what I'm saying? In terms of like, like, like a nigga like me that put him on the throne. Right, and that's why he did KOD. That's what I've been saying about Cole. Cole dropped that Four Eyes Only, and it didn't go the way he wanted. 
And I always told you, I said, when you do, you do KOD, kids, kids on drugs. Mm-hmm. You do an album telling kids not to do drugs. Nobody cannot fuck with that album. You have to respect that album. You have to. Like, this is where I have an issue with Cole fans. Because you just said he doesn't have anything else to prove. Like, I don't know where J. Cole and his fan base, I don't know why they feel like you're, like, if you watch the, I don't know if anybody watched the documentary, but son, Cole really be talking like a nigga that's been in the NBA for like 16 years, and it's like, yo, I'm in my last season, you know, I've been balling, already won rings, like already got stuff like that. He and has. He's just like my last. My he's last like going. that nigga. He's like D-Wade. But, he's like, I, you done won rings. But that's the thing. It's not basketball. Like, this isn't basketball. And my thing is, like, J. Cole, think about it. Think about how many classic albums J. Cole has. Less than five. You have less than five classic albums, and you're one of the greatest. You just had For Your Eyes Only. So, hold on, wait. How listen, many? Listen, listen. Uh-huh. You had For Your Eyes Only come out. That was all right. KOD we had to fuck with. And now you putting out the offseason like you you putting out your your last great work. It's like, yo, what makes and then look, you'll hear people like, like the J. Cole fans, and look, y'all boiling. One, two. J. Cole fans boiling right now. But look, I'm keeping it a hundred. Y'all will tell me that J. Cole has nothing else to prove. But we just watched Eminem have something else to prove. I was telling Terrell this when Eminem put that album out and it wasn't good. We got a whole new era of Eminem. This is after Eminem already being a GOAT. Like, I think too many times now, everybody trying to advance everything. Like, you think because you're an older nigga that's rapping and you stayed relevant, that that makes you one of the greatest. Like, just because you stayed in the league for 10 years, that don't mean you can sit there and be rapping next to Braun because you've been in the league the same amount of time as him. Where your rings at? You feel me? Because uh, this nigga has rings as well. J. Cole does not have, I am the greatest. He doesn't have a catalog that says that. Like, I swear, the only problem that I ever had with J. Cole, I respect the talent. I love the grind. I watched everything. I wear this nigga's shoes to the gym every day. Like, y'all can say, you're a hater. But, bro, when it comes to art, I don't have a filter at all when it comes to art. And my thing is, like, I have an issue with people like Terrell saying that J. Cole is the greatest I one never said greatest? he was the greatest. But you just heard him say it. He was. He, I, am the I did say he's one of the greatest of all That's time. Right. He started that freestyle and said, greatest is back, greatest is, and you said, facts. I heard you, boy. Nah, <laughs> I heard he you, said nigga. the greatest alive or some shit like that, which is true. Matter of fact, what did he say, you bitch ass nigga? Because I know what he said. Wait till my man drop, man. I'm trying not to be biased, man, but wait till my man drop. K-Dot. He said the best is here in the flesh, and that's for sure. The best is here in the flesh, and that's for sure. The rest could wear a vest, and I'm set for war. Nigga, press record. And you a hater? You a hater? I'm not a because hater. It's a whole I just, lot of it's a lot of it's that, like, a lot of something this is in your like, tone. This is like niggas trying to say that like this is literally like I'm about to give you a good ass analogy. This is like niggas trying to say like AI is the greatest basketball player of all time, and it's like whoa, whoa, whoa. That's he not does Terrence. still have something to prove. Yes, he has great moments. AI doesn't have any rings. Not even AI. Let's say, oh, look, they not even going to say Braun the best of all time. Some niggas will not put Braun up there. Or not even Braun. Look, Kawhi. Is Kawhi Leonard the best basketball player of all time? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you putting J. Cole next to Kawhi. Son, 
I don't see what J. Cole has done that's made that's put him up there with Jay-Z, Pac, Biggie. You're like, look, I love Wet Dreams. I love 2014 Forest Hills Drive and all the mixtapes. But like you sound like go but, ahead. But if we keep it in a hundred, is that all you have to do to be the greatest? Terrence, but you say that like it's because easy if to J. do, Cole which is can not say the he's case. the greatest. What do niggas like Drake Cole, say? What do niggas like Kendrick say? J. Cole has a 2014 Forest Hills Drive. He has KOD. He has Born Center. He Born. has amazing mixtape in Friday Night Lights. You already got to mixtape in Friday Night. You already got there before. And you didn't even say 10 albums yet. I could do the same thing with Kendrick. You know how fast I'm going to get back to... Um, you know how fast I'm going to get back to... Um, what's that Kendrick mixtape? Uh, uh, what's what it called? Mm-hmm. Overly Dedicated? I'm Kendrick don't have 20 albums, and that doesn't make you a GOAT. Think about the best J albums. All of them J albums, you're going to pick a good solid five and be like, all right, nigga, top this. Kanye, all them albums, you're going to pick a solid five but of them. look at the albums. This is my thing. Real quick, a good question for you. What's J. Cole's best album? I asked every J. Cole 2014 Forest Hill Drive. Without question. If you did a poll nationwide, you would get a 99% of people saying four, 2014 Forest Hill is his true. best album. It is his I best album. I asked my man today, he said, Born Center. I was like, what? <laughs> Born Center is an amazing album. It is, but look, I'll tell you this. It's not better than 2014, Forest Hills Drive. If you had to get rid of one, which one are you getting rid of? Born Center, peace. Oh, so I'll tell you. Terrence. Let me ask you this. You, that is Terrence. That is not as concrete okay, as you are making it. All right, bet. I won't argue with you that 2014 is All right, but I'm not even asking that. I'm not even asking that. All right, Let's bet. get past that. You just say stuff that's just, I have to admit. I honestly feel like everybody knows 2014 Forest Hills Drive is... His best album ever. Like, I don't... You, you can you're get right. off no, Born right. Center being your favorite, but, like, Go ahead. he even knows 2014 is his best. Go ahead. Because in that documentary, he wouldn't say that was just when Born Center came out. Nah, he was talking about when 2014 came out. He trying to get back to that vibe. Look, the question I have for you, you know without a doubt, there's no doubt in your mind that that's J. Cole's best album. Let me ask you this. What is Kendrick's best album? Uh, to Pimp a Butterfly. Is Hands that, down. Is that unanimous? So it's just without question that To Pimp a Butterfly is better than Good Kid? Yes. You, do you see the difference between a nigga like J. Cole and Kendrick? We can't even decide which is Kendrick's fav- best album because... But look, that's not fair. We can do the same so thing. Another nigga could say, damn, is the best Kendrick. And you would be sitting there like, hmm. But if a nigga said that Born Center or KOD was... was oops, oops, oops. I don't know what that is. I don't know what's going on. What's that? What's that? What happened to her? Sorry, y'all. If a nigga said... Uh, Damn it, I'm fucking that up. What, what was I saying? You were talking oh, about... If a nigga said that KOD or Born Center was J. Cole's best album, majority of people would be like, mm, nah, 2014 Forest Hills Drive. So my thing is like, I just don't see the I'm the greatest alive catalog. You're just coming off an album that so was ter- I. Terrence, you put out a Don't Do Drugs album and KOD now you're was fire. Out. It was not I. KOD put was fire. Put some respect on it. But, you, but Secondly, like, Terrence, it was a cheat code, bro. Let me ask you this. What's Drake's best album? See? Everybody knows it's Take Care. Terrell, are you kidding me? You will have a sea of niggas in your mentions right now like, um, have you not heard? Terrell, so you know that it's not Take Care. You will say Views. It's views is not. Nah, views is my favorite. Drake, not a Drake's best album is Take Care. Some Drake people not. may say Nothing Was The Same. Come on, Nothing Was The but, Same. On People might say that, uh, okay, Jay-Z. If, if you're reading. All right, look, Jay-Z, GOAT, my GOAT, the greatest rapper of all time, Jay-Z. T- ten classic his albums. His best album. Ten classic Blueprint albums. Blueprint is his best album. But look, ten, it doesn't matter though. Ten classics and still got something to prove. J. Cole talking like he about to have a retire, like, like this is going away tour. Oh my 
God. But nigga, you about to still be out here rapping. So you know what I would say? He's doing exactly what we what we had to watch Jay do. Yeah, you know I'm done with this shit. I got the young niggas coming under me. I'm about to be out of this joint. This nigga, hey look, you're a hater, and I'm not letting you get that off. I love sitting in this seat. I love to sit in this seat. Because you niggas get the and then people will be like, oh look, and this is a perfect segue to this, because I wanted to address this. Niggas will think that I won't keep the same energy for Kanye. And yes, the fuck I will. And y'all know I will. And for the people that are, that, are, that are saying in the comments like, yo, and I see y'all, you know what I wanted to do this and I'm doing it. What? Whenever I have beef, beef is going to get addressed. But beef gets addressed different on this pod. <laughs> I wish I fucking had the music just right there. I don't know what he's getting ready to do. You don't know what I'm about to do, so you just sit back and chill. But whenever I address the listeners... I feel like I'm gonna just address address him in a different way, son. There's no way. There's no. You heard that? All right, bet. Is it playing? Bet. All right. So look, I got an issue with the nine right now. Oh, hold on, wait. I got you. Here we go. Here we go. You want to say it over a beat? I'm saying it over this beat. <laughs> This is my issue right here. Like, do y'all forget who the fuck I am? Feel me? <laughs> I'm literally one of the biggest Kanye West fans that y'all niggas know. Like, if there's anybody that respects the legacy, it's me. Like, why play with me? You talking about the niggas that? Oh, I know what you talking about. You talking about how people were saying that you weren't keeping it a hundred, and look, the consistent hate from Kanye. Let me just clear it up. Like, when you respect the art, like, nothing else matters, son. Like, this nigga Kanye is not making the same music that he used to make. Is it wrong to be honest about that? My thing is, like, y'all niggas want me to stand next to this nigga while he's doing what? Is he making music for us? Because that's why we was fans. Like, let me tell y'all. If me and Terrell stopped doing the podcast and we started making, and, you know, we got on a real vegan kick and we came out with vegan burgers whole nine burgers y'all gonna be fucking with that don't fuck with me man don't fuck with me man this, the, this my shit right here let me tell y'all you ever come at me don't play with me man you see what i got on the internet like come on like kanye's my nigga but like we respect art on this and like i would tell that nigga to his face like make the art and then i respect that like come on man this is the funniest shit ever i'm sorry I said, I'm gonna let me talk to these niggas at this joint. This nigga man. made a, a diss track, but he's not rapping. But <laughs> I can spit. I nah, Ted, nah, Ted, I'm gonna spit a clip. No, you, you don't. You Ready? don't have to. No, I'm I'm now I'm rapping about you. What's up? You don't have to. This nigga Terrell. Hold on, you ready? No, look. it's all good, Terrence. I'm gonna save you. I'm gonna spare you. I'm gonna spare you. I'm gonna spare you. Hey, look, but um, I just have to address the hate that, the that you have. Bet. Come on, Rev. Nah, I don't, look, I don't need this. I'm talking about J. Cole. Uh, are you still, are you going back to Cole? Yeah, because you just spewed off a lot of bullshit that you just got to keep saying, keep saying, hold up, hold up. You was like this nigga. Look, Jordan the trash. Hold up, we talking about the finals. And look, Jordan will never be better than hold up. And I'm like, can I respond to this craziness? Wait. All I'm going to say is J. Cole is at the top of the game right now. Now, let me tell you, shout out to my girl Nicole down in Florida. Love you. Um, she said, uh... What is she was like? There's no way you can say Drake is touching this man's pen now after that freestyle. 
This is before the project came out. So, I don't know if you want to have that convo, but. E now, I've gotten in some hot, hot, hot water because I'm a nigga that stands beside Drake with his pen. It depends on what type of pen you're talking about. Because. Now, okay, well, because what are you getting ready to say? Cause they will, because they they killed me for this exact thing. I know what you're getting ready to say. Go when ahead. it comes to a flow, this is just like the Biggie and Tupac conversation with with Drake and Cole. Drake would be the Tupac, and Cole would hands down be Biggie because Biggie hands down had the flow. Meaning, if you was out in the '90s, but Terrence, it's not that cut and dry. It is not. I mean, I'll say like, I don't. It's not though because you can't tell me that. And I love J Cole, right? He's my he's on my throne. That's my guy. But I wouldn't say that his flow is hands down better than Drake's. I could play you a thousand I could play you every J. Cole track you could play me, I could play you a Drake track. But like I'm telling you, did you hear what J. Cole just did? Like when you think about flow, like when you think about how he was just spitting. I just feel like if you if you compare all that shit with like Go ahead. I want y'all to think about confidence and then and then rapping and then control, like not only does J. Cole rap with a lot of confidence, he got a lot of control. That's true. I feel like Jake Drake is more of the he has a talent. Like he has like Drake could go You don't feel like Drake has the control? I feel like Drake's pen says R and B. Drake's pen says Y'all y'all says No look, Drake's pen says that he can rap, but like I think Drake definitely has better metaphors. I think Drake definitely has better punchlines. I just think Cole's flow Makes him elite, and his storytelling is is up there. So like, it's hard to compare them to. To me, I'm not even gonna play no Drake. I was gonna play a Drake track for you, but I'm not. Um, to me, and when you listen to the when Drake really raps, like he really raps, and he's been doing it since 2010. When this nigga came out and he was like on Bedrock, you know what I'm saying, or in like an '09 that '09 run, then he started rapping for real. It was like, all right, this nigga can really rap. And so when people put the pen up against the next pen, it's like, all right, but my my when I look at it, I'm looking at diversity. How diverse is your pen? What can you what can you really pen? You know what I'm saying? Now, I think J. Cole is an elite level rapper, same level as Drake. I think Drake is just a little bit more diverse. Mm -hmm. I feel like Drake can do what J. Cole can do, but J. Cole can't do what Drake can do. As far as like the singing part, like the Drake, because a lot of what Drake does is effortless. Yeah. Like he can make a think about the fucking real hit maker. Like that's what but, I'm saying. But you won't call great. You won't call Drake the greatest though. But you sitting here Thro making a J story Cole of, to of me Drake right now. J Cole to me right now at this present time, he's on the throne. How? What? Just because he just has a throne, bro. He nobody he out because no, nobody has years. Nobody Drake has out wrapped him. He hasn't dropped a solo project in three years. Just the other year, he had a, a year full of the best features. But, but nobody has out wrapped. J. Cole to me in the last and Drake we haven't even gotten even the nigga you capping for who is this calling me right here I don't know 645 that's a Waldorf number mm, mark this you wanna pick it up yeah go ahead no Let I ain't see. picking it up I don't know who this is alright cool but um but yeah man I can have that argument all day but we got um we got some other shit that we gotta get to. I don't wanna spend a whole we spent forty minutes on um On Cole? Down. Yeah, so we spent forty minutes on Cole, so I don't wanna I don't wanna spend the whole podcast on him. 
Yeah, man. But shout out to everybody that's, that, that already heard the album, that's listening to this, and we probably sound blasphemous because you done already heard the album. What if it's the best album of all time? You know what I'm saying? What if it's so fire? I just want y'all to know that I'm definitely excited for the album. What you, what you got, T? Because I know you got um, some stuff. The first thing that I had on my docket was what is the most in- entertaining sport to watch in person? Meaning you got tickets, it's you and your lady, or it's you and your men, you and your fam. What sport do you think is the most entertaining for everybody to go to? We all get got tickets to the game. It's 100% American football. 100%. There's no environment like that. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to all of the... Uh, the actual football fans, soccer fans. I've never been to a soccer game, so I can't say. So I, I have a little bit of bias here. Yeah. But the American football is the most exhilarating experience. You are literally sitting with the opposition. Yeah. And, and it's the same for basketball. It's the same for oh, hockey. You just, oh, you mean the opposition meaning you in the, you in, in the crowd, the fans. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just the, – the culture of fan fandom, the aggression between fans, yeah. it's, it's unlike anything. Like in hockey – um, the aggression more so comes out in the play, in the uh, in the hockey players. Yeah, but in football, I'm sorry, not in football. Yeah, in American football, bro. And them stand. Have you ever been to an Eagles game? Definitely them been motherfuckers. To Ameri- uh, Redskins Eagles game. The last game as the Redskins we went. You go to the Eagles Redskins game. You go Eagles. You go like ready. Yeah. Because if them niggas is they ready, they gonna, they gonna be talking. Eagles are the most disrespectful franchise ever. Okay. But but isn't that essentially going against your your pick of American football? Because you basically telling us that like uh, you said what was the most entertaining game to go to? I know, but you saying look the fans that oh the fans it's like those oh are do I want to bring the fam? Those are the well those are the elements. You saying that adds to it? You said you are going with your lady, you going with your men. Now let me tell you this: if you are going with your men, one hundred percent American football. Get you a beer, get you a hot dog, a pretzel, and for thirty dollars. And you know what? Go ahead, go ahead, Trey. I'm, I'm cutting you off. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, if you go with your lady, baseball, 100%. Mm. Take your lady to a baseball game. She ain't going to know what the fuck is going on, but it's fun. It's the seventh inning. Don't disrespect the ladies like that. I, I know this girl that literally follows baseball. Terrence, like I would give you my entire paycheck from Friday if you could find me a bad jump that knows everything about what's going on in a baseball game. I can literally give me your paycheck. Give right. me your paycheck. Bet. Find me her. You're playing. You you playing, and it's probably some chicks that's like, damn. So we can't watch baseball. We can't be. I never said that. But do you know about it? Tara, I just. I've been watching. I've been watching nothing but show you right now too. Terrence, cause she, cause I bet she don't know nothing about baseball. Big Yankee fan. Big Yankee fan. Yeah, all right. I wonder if she listened to the pod. Yeah, she's really. Tell them you a Yankee fan. She's really a man named Carl. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Um. And what were we just saying? Oh, we were talking about. So, what would your what would be your pick? I feel like you're gonna say something different. 100 percent basketball, man. Oh, I'm gonna go ahead and finally say what I know y'all been waiting to hear. No way. 100 percent, and I'm gonna tell you why. When you were young and you were in high school, Terrell, the I'll most ask exciting you, you said basketball. Most entertaining sport to watch in person, meaning I got tickets. Now, ask yourself: Do you want tickets to the Super Bowl? Or do you want tickets to the NBA Finals Game Seven? I would. I would go to. It depends on who's playing. Okay. Because let me tell you right now. I'm just and I'm. If and that's Kawhi, for everybody to think about. If that's Kawhi everybody listening right now. Playing, ask yourself that. Hmm. Super Bowl tickets. Your team's not playing. <laughs> <laughs> or world. Uh, or uh, NBA Finals Game Seven. Your team's not playing either. But look, it, we're talking about basketball now. I would go to the Super Bowl 100%. Yeah, 
At the end of the, the Super Bowl, the percentage of seeing Braun is high. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, honestly, do you do you want to see Pat Mahomes live or oh, Braun? I would love to see Braun. Come on, Fuck bro. Patty. Oh yeah, you're a Broncos. You, I, yeah, never say that name to me. But then again, I don't know the way that Pat Mahomes do throw that ball. I don't give a damn. Smoking his ass this year. Let me finish my. Well, I'll let you finish. I'm not trying. I, to. Never say that name to me, bro. That is a. I'm a Broncos fan. Pat Mahomes, uh, 500 million plus. Y'all still looking for y'all lead guy? Yeah, Fuck just out of all right, bet. A Rod, coming this way. Y'all got Teddy Bridgewater in that joint, fresh. <laughs> Look, where y'all keep the tiles? <laughs> where y'all keep the helmet set? Teddy didn't know where his helmet was. Yeah, all right. Just know. But this is a great question. Honestly, basketball, I'm sorry, basketball is the most, if you've ever been to a, look, if you've ever been to a Wizards game like I went, the last Wizards game I went to was the Washington Wizards versus the Chicago Bulls with nothing but Levine. Cooking when they had nobody else. The Wizards ended up winning because Bill hit the uh, the game winning three. I'm about to say, you went to a great-ass game, too, and you're trying to shit on it. It, it was the blast. most boring thing until the last three minutes. You could watch uh, – Detroit Lions, Arizona Cardinals game, right? Yeah. And that should be super entertaining. And that will be entertaining to watch. But, we but if you watch two shitty basketball game. teams, it's like, look, if I get. Well, what I'll tell you is this, like, like you said date. You said baseball. Baseball, I will tell y'all, it's a good date. But, like, the, for real, for real, baseball is a good date depending on the day. I've been, to, to a, I've been on a baseball date where it rained. That wasn't a good idea. Because the girl don't give a fuck enough about the game to get wet. So you trying to entertain her while it's... Oh, terrible. Yeah, she got on one of them ponchos. You know what I'm saying? Like it's That's just, anything, though. Unless yeah, she's a fan. Anything outdoors. But look, with baseball, I've been to a baseball game on a date where it was real hot. And we was burning up in them seats. We was like, damn, we baking <laughs> out this joint. And look, baseball, look. This nigga's at the plate. Boring as shit with a girl. But you can get that convo off. Yeah, you know, see, yeah. You get a little shit You got to go in the spring. And then, look, you might be getting a convo off and then bow. Oh, damn, I'm about to get you a, you know, foul ball. Never look, <laughs> never happens. You did with your glove, you ain't catch it. Yeah, but, man, if um, you go to Nationals Park, take over the bench chili bowl, get y'all some baseball. Take it to the joint, buy a, you know, you, nigga, you did it. <laughs> You're right. But what I'm going to tell you is what's next is basketball, son. The next Best entertaining thing. Like, say you had a business meeting, right? You wouldn't go on a business meeting at a football game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Pursuit of Happiness. Remember when he had that business meeting? They was in the box office, though. Like, it would be something like that. But I'm saying, like, basketball is so chill. But, like, there's so many variables to a basketball night. Think about it. One last thing I'll ask you. When you was in high school, were you more excited to go to the basketball game at night you walk in you know everybody looking at you when you walk to oh, that gym please, or when you walk to or we or going to a football game let me tell you something let me just tell y'all this terrell basketball or football 100 percent. money hit that game when his shot was bigger than everything football yeah, you're yeah. tripping no it was it was it was it was shot the money uh but basketball no the bleachers was always packed as fuck let me when tell you, you the difference seat, though when you had your seat <laughs> When you went to the football game and you walk up on that motherfucking track, the fine-ass cheerleaders or some of the gym, you know, there's always a couple of gym cheerleaders in there. You got the cheerleaders out there. You got the fucking, uh, the band is out there. You just walk that joint and then look, you can get your shit off outside because it's always hot. So you always got yeah. on a fit. Get the fuck out of here. Now, I'm not going to lie. Going to the basketball game was lit. But going to the football game, bro, it wasn't nothing like it. It wasn't nothing like that. There was nothing like going to that football game. Remember when we played Gwen Park? Remember when you show up on another nigga track? 
Nigga, nigga, we went to another nigga's court. That was way, way different. Show up on another nigga's track. Terrence, when we hit that Gwen Park, Terrence, when we went to the Gwen Park, when we went to Gwen Park field, it, it wasn't was the on. same as when when it was on when we when money hit that game when it, it shot wasn't. them nah, niggas nah, was nah, ready to fight. That's that's facts. Them niggas was in, in when we grill. went to that Largo baseball field. <laughs> y'all don't want to talk about it. Y'all don't want to talk about it. We went through real shit. Me and that that baseball team, we went through real shit. We was brothers. Terrence was an all was county. On us? Terrence was an all county baseball player, and I was the brother of him, so I got to play. And then they, then they benched me and thought I was going to stick around. They benched Terrell for First somebody of all, that was like Shout out to my man. What's his name? <laughs> Darius. My man Darius. Shout out to Darius. Mm-hmm. He was, he was, he, he was, was in ninth he was grade. A, he Terrell was in, was in 12th. They said, Terrell. <laughs> <laughs> they lined this nigga Terrell up and hit him a couple balls and this nigga was fumbling. <laughs> I said, dude, are you kidding me? You know who I am? You think I'm about to sit here on this bench on a baseball bench? It ain't even no motherfuckers at the game watching. I got the fuck up out of there. Look, he still came to my games, though. He was sitting on the bench just watching. I went from being in uniform to being in my own clothes watching. Fuck it, I ain't over there with them. (laughs) Like, I know all of the drills y'all running. I'm that nigga. It's always a nigga that's not on the team that be like, they get ready to do bear crawls. Yeah, that was you like shit. But yeah, man. But yeah, I just thought that was a good question because for real, for real, that, like I would say the question different when we talk about watching it on TV, but when you talk about watching a sport in person, mm-hmm. and you always see celebrities courtside at basketball games, and you never see them, you at never really games. see them at football games because like football that. is like big, big event, big. You know, basketball real chill. It's like fly basketball. Shit. If you we take your lady, cool. yeah. she could wear heels to the basketball game. She's not gonna wear no heels to the Eagles game. And then nah, we out there with a whole bunch of fuckboys because it's the Eagles game. Because Eagles fans are just nothing but fuckboys. <laughs> Sorry, but Eagles fans, look at y'all fan base. Just a bunch of fuckboys. I'm sorry, bro. I hate Eagles fans. The bro. most famous Eagles fan just got caught for being a pedophile. Yeah, like, I, I hate Eagles fans, bro. I hate the Eagles, too. Fuck y'all. And fuck, fuck the, Eagles. And, and fuck the Chiefs. Fuck the Eagles. Fuck Wentz. Fuck Hurts. Fuck them all. Like, look, you talking to a Washington football fan. What's up? Hey, let me tell you something about them Eagles. What's popping? What's that? What's that running back? I mean, that wide receiver they just picked up. The Heisman Trophy win? Yes. <laughs> but the do number. Who's that cornerback? We just got. We just got a. a, a Terrence, who's that nigga that y'all have? Who's that nigga that y'all have had? Kendall Fuller, the number one of the one of the top cornerbacks in the league last year. Kendall, we'll see. Can keep up. <laughs> Fuck we'll out of here, boy. And we got y'all week eight. Fuck you talking about. We're gonna be at It'll that game. Halloween. We're gonna be at that game. Y'all, mm-hmm. y'all gonna hear me manifest this right now. Y'all will see that. Y'all will see that vlog. We're gonna make that happen. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna hear going me. Going to Denver. We're going to Denver this year. Watch team. me manifest it. Yes, sir. Look, real quick, before we get into anything, Def Jam fight for New York. Did you hear about the producer? He was like, Should I bring the game back? Nigga, don't and play. And we was with like, us, don't, don't play. Don't play. Don't play. I will sleep outside of work for that. I will I will buy I will I will buy like a thousand dollar I'll get this. If it's next book. gen, I'm paying the I'm I, that'll make me pay for that. I would yeah. If it's only next gen, I'm buying a console for that game. Yeah. Do you remember the drink that came with the remix and then you could slam the remix on people? I, bro, I love Def Jam. <laughs> I love everything Def Jam that they did with the fight. Def Jam Vendetta. We started it was with that great. One. Yeah. It was amazing. It was great. It was amazing. Def Jam Fight for New York, amazing. And they're thinking about bringing it back. If you don't really know what it is, just imagine like all of the stars of oh the now in a game God, and they all fought. Can you imagine fighting with Rowdy Rebel? He will be a beast. Yeah, can you imagine like a it's like a, a, a combat, like a Mortal Kombat type game, but with the rappers but that you listen to today. Listen to. Yes. You can play with Cole. 
You could play with Drake. And look, Cole would have his sneakers on. And when you pick him, he'd be like, James Backfield is back, whatever. Look, <laughs> Wayne would have like the lighter or some shit, like whatever. And he would have on a tank top. It'd be tank and their, top Wayne. Their specials would be tailored to like their rap styles. Like it wasn't even like that with. Oh, you could play with the females. Like, can you imagine Ari Lennox? I feel like she would be a beast in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, Meg the Stallion. I can't be Ari Lennox. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing, y'all. Just really think about that. Like a game with all of your favorite rappers and stars. Summer Walker would be a beast. She would be a beast on that. I feel joint. like she'd be able to. <laughs> Some people wouldn't yeah. make the game. Yeah, like the game would be a a pivotal. The like, city game. girls have to be on it. They have to be on the game. For they the, gotta for have an unlockable legend Nipsey that you gotta fight. That would be fire. Look, you have a whole bunch of '60s niggas. It's like you fighting in a rap niggas video. You gotta fight all them niggas before look, you, you see get all the niggas up in the. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting too excited now. Look, you gotta fight YG. He got the tap dancing joint with the bandana. Look. Oh, that would be fire. Wouldn't YG fight like he would have that that drunken? He would, he would have, have that, that drunken monk. That drunken. Who was drink. It? No, yeah. but look, it was somebody in Mortal Kombat that did that did that. You know what I'm saying? Remember how they used to fight in Mortal Kombat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we could make money if we just do it. Fuck waiting for this nigga. Def Jam. Which one was better though, Terrence? Uh, Fight for New York, hands down. Fight for New York was the one with Terrell. First of all, you remember when Fight for New York trailer came out and we was like, hold up, what's this? Look, everybody was getting together. Look, breaking the bottles and shit. We was like, is this a new game? Yeah. No, nah, we saw all the new characters. Fight for New York had DMX versus. You could fight with DMX or Ludacris See? or Method Man. And then they had creative players like Manny. They had like uh You had Ghostface Killer. That shit was just fire. They had industry people in there, like they had proof. Shout out to Detroit. See? He was on the game. But Fight for New York was just they had Snoop. Fight for New York had Snoop. You fought Snoop in the fucking penthouse. And remember you had to kick his ass out the window? You or had was Snoop, that Fat Joe, Lil' Kim? Like it was just the game was appreciating because when you think about it, the next one ended up having TI. You had like you had uh was T Pain on it? T Pain wasn't on that time. I know that nigga. What's the fight. nigga's name? The the I ain't never scared. I just know he was a beast on that joint. Whatever his name is. But Bone Crusher. Bone Crusher, he was a beast on that game. But I don't know if y'all know, but that would be super dope to see a game like that come back in 2021. Mind you, I don't think that game has been out since like 08, 09, before the literally before Kanye, that game was out. Oh, that was Def Jam Icon. It was Def Jam Icon. You could fight with Red Man. You could fight with. It was dope. Um, real quick, we don't have much in the tech corner, so I'm gonna just do the tech corner real quick. Okay. Only thing I was gonna say is, um, Instagram is getting ready to start letting people um list their pronouns, and I think that we should be in support of this because there are people in the, in the world, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. that do. Um, want to acknowledge their pronouns like her, she. So now you'll have that. You can you're you're gonna be able to put that on your Instagram profile, and that's just for the people who do that. If you don't, hey, look, this not for you. You don't even have to do it. But for the people that do care and they do want to showcase their pronouns, shout out to y'all, man. I feel like this is gonna give y'all a little bit more comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, a little bit. It's gonna be a little bit more comfortable for y'all on the app, and I feel like. It's not about it being a way. I think it's about making people comfortable. And I felt like this is an example of something that I don't have an issue with at all. Because you, you do, they're not going to make everybody do it. The people that want to do this, they can. can. 
And I felt okay. like that was dope. I, that I was all I, I had in Texas. I can get rock with it. And then all the only other thing was I'm not gonna, I didn't want to say it, but Disney Plus has 103.6 million subscribers. Uh, Disney Plus. There's people with more Instagram followers. I'm like, damn, only 103 million. I mean, I know that's a lot because people are paying, but it's like, that's not a lot of people when you think about it. 100. Right. Three now, million subscribers. Now, let me ask you this, because this is where you really get down and gritty. How much is Disney Plus a month? Disney Plus is seven ninety nine a month, sir. So or four ninety nine, I think. Or five ninety nine. Sorry, I do not know. So we're just going to go with five ninety nine. Let's just say if it was let's just say if it was seven dollars. Right. Fuck it. Let's say. <laughs> go ahead, you got this it. nigga don't even know how much he paid. I don't know. I don't you know. pay the bill. Uh, I think it's six ninety nine because I know it wasn't seven up there. With it was six ninety nine, and then they raised it a dollar. Even if it was five, right? Let's just say it was five dollars. Five times. You said one hundred and three million. Oh yeah, I'm sure the money's good. I'm just saying I thought that they would. I'm just saying I would think that they would they have a lot more. They making five hundred million dollars a month. Disney is making five hundred million dollars a month. Just from the streaming just service. from that, not including Disney World, Disney all World of the residuals like. from the. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you wanted to go over anything before I lobby it to something else, but nah. I know we had the Joe Button situation you wanted to talk about for sure. Let's get into that. We one day we're gonna talk about Disney and black folks, and Disney's power, but that that's just another that's for another day. I'm about to say yeah, that sounds like a yeah, that sound that's an hour and a half. Yeah. And another thing, <laughs> and Mickey Mouse. <laughs> but um, we can get into the Joe Button thing. Hey, look, if you don't listen to the Joe Button podcast, you definitely saw on the internet either Joe Button's name or his co- something about him and his co-host. It was all over the shade room. It was on. Um, the Breakfast Club talked about it. Hot 97 talked about it. So we're going to talk about it just because, you know, I would be lying if I would, if I said that we would have this podcast without that podcast. You know, kind of being around first and showing a lot of people that have podcasts now that podcasting is something that you could do. Uh, I'm, a type, I'm the guy that's been listening to the Joe Budden podcast since 2015. Like Terrence said, when it first started, when it was only on SoundCloud. And it was Marty, Rory. And Joe, the first the first couple of episodes with Joe and Marty, and then Rory came like I think episode eight or nine, and Joe said that on a new podcast, mm-hmm. um, which was a Patreon only podcast that you can go listen to the first twenty five minutes of on on like Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. but you got to subscribe to the Patreon to get the rest of it. But I mean, but it's I'm not there, gonna lie, right? like it's I mean, there. you could you could find a you could find a uh, a link to it, but I'm not gonna lie. I'm a type. I'm. I've never stopped listening to the Joe Budden podcast just because it has legit been built into my rhythm. Like I know it drops on Saturday. I know it drops on Wednesday. So I know they shoot on Tuesday and Friday, and then it drops. And mm-hmm. so not having that, it's weird, bro. It feels like I lost something from my life. You know what I'm saying? I feel it. Like that. Yeah. Like the fact that the fact that I know there's not going to be more. It's like damn, like. This is no more. We really about to have to really figure out, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to have to go and listen to Charlemagne and Schultz more. Like, I don't want that. Yeah, like, oh, you listen to the, uh, Brilliant Idiots. I listen to Brilliant Idiots, too. Um, and pl- niggas, please send me. I know I do a podcast, but send me podcasts to listen to. I do not have a bunch of, I listen to Million Dollars Worth of Game and sometimes, but sometimes I just can't listen to a lot of it. I can't listen to those episodes back to back. I need to digest them one at a time. I feel that. Um, but yeah, send me podcasts to listen to. And I'm like, I like barbershop talk. But back to the Joe Button thing. Um, wait, straight? Yeah. Back to the Joe Button thing. So basically, um, 
if you don't know, his co-host, he legit. Oh, matter of fact, Terrence, go to play the the clip of of Joe Budden firing him, because I want to play that for context. Because if you don't even follow the podcast, you can get context from that. Do it from uh, Twitter. Why Twitter? Well, I guess you can do it from YouTube if they have it. The shout out to this, this nigga Terrence, man. He be putting up reels and stuff on his page. I ain't got no reels on my page. Well, this what are you searching? I don't know. I was getting ready to search. Uh, oh, but yeah, I be trying to do the reels because like, and this is my thing. I be trying, I be wanting to make reels for Terrell, but it's like, yo, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta kind of like want it yourself. Like, like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like Instagram tough, man. Like I be looking for the Terrell content though. Uh, I think this is it's it. only like a minute though. The actual clip itself is like a minute, but basically, while Terrence tries to find it, I think this is getting ready to be way too loud. Come nah, on, Terrence, come this on. is somebody's page. I don't yeah. rock. I hate when people up because somebody's gonna be talking about it. I can guarantee it's not gonna be the actual thing. But while Terrence tries to find that. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. Let that rock. Not much more. But I'll take less if y'all sourced it. Is that his, that, that's all the volume you got? You got it, love. Hey, we talk about these deals all the time. There you go. You bring it, you eat different. I bring it, I eat different. You niggas ain't brought shit and got the nerve to have y'all fucking representation and ain't been around in six years. Hit Ian phone about something. I won't say what I want to say. But y'all will not continue to treat me this way. Y'all not gonna continue to treat these people this way. Y'all take that fucking dark energy, that arrogance, and that entitlement somewhere else. PTSD. I say all of that to say, we gonna do this. Since Rory feels like he has so many options here. Somehow he still feels Rory's like one of his co-hosts. He still feels like he has choices and options. He feels like he's entitled to more. Rory, you are in breach of your contract. And from this point forward, you are fired. And you're not welcome back. Does anybody... All right. And so, if you listen to the Joe Button podcast, I, I, and there's a lot of people that listen to the that listen to this podcast on a daily. To me, right, these are these are my thoughts. When I heard that, I was done with Joe. I told myself after after six years, this is where I'm done. I've been a fan of Joe for from his albums to like I became a big Joe Button fan in college. 2013, I became a big Slaughterhouse fan, and innately Joe Button was one of the ones in Slaughterhouse. So I became a fan. But when I heard this, I was finished with Joe. I was like, all right, cool. That it's it's deeper than anything. And it, and it honestly, get into that though. Like, don't get don't. Yeah. I'm a the the reason why is because if you listen to that podcast, you know Joe Budden is the one that is always about the creators. He's always the one that I'm for the creators. I don't give a fuck about this. He he had bad deal. He had a bad deal where he wanted more from what they were doing at Complex. Let's go all the way back to Complex. When Joe Budden started, you could for real go to Slaughterhouse. You could, right, with the Eminem shit, right? But we're not even gonna go that far back because it's just like a relationship. That's I want to go back yeah. to what was said on a podcast for the most part. Okay, yeah. At, when Joe Budden was at Complex, 
he was unhappy with all of the ads and stuff they were bringing in. They were, they were telling him to do stuff, and he said, all right, bet, we should get paid for this. Yeah, we should be getting paid if I'm going to be doing this. Right, mind you. Because I'm responsible for this. Right, I'm responsible for this. He says, he, I created this show, even though it was a complex show. There's a complex branding everywhere. You are just one of the main hosts. He was getting paid 20 grand a week. Like, you're an employee for Complex. Right. It's day show. You weren't happy with what you were getting, so you bounced. You were in the podcast. You ranted about it. We loved it because it was all about the creators. And it was true. Right. Fast forward, um, you go to Spotify. You sign a deal with Spotify. He was unhappy about worth, and he was unhappy about this new thing that they were going to offer them outside of this deal that they already said they weren't happy in. So you didn't get what you wanted out of Spotify. So what does he do, bro? This nigga comes on the podcast again. And for a couple episodes, legit gave us a passionate delivery of you got to know your worth and you got to know when to say no and you got to challenge the system and they're going to try and make you this and how much is a stream worth. Yeah. And it's almost like getting all of your chips. Right. Because it's kind of energetic. He, mm-hmm. thought, he felt like at, at Spotify, he wasn't getting real insight to like the analytics because he would be getting, they would be getting crazy numbers. Uh, for people listening to their podcast, uh, almost numbers similar to people's records uh, sales. Now, y'all got to keep in mind, a podcast could be an hour to two hours. Joe Budden would do three-hour podcasts. So he felt like the plays he was getting for a three-hour clip should not equate to the same dollar value as a song that's three minutes. And he had a very valid point. And when he asked to see the ad- the analytics about that, he was told, nah, it's none of your business. Like, we're paying right. you what we think you deserve. And he felt like that's bullshit. I should, you know what I'm saying? I should see what I'm getting. And I should get what I get based off of the value of it. And honestly, we we were all bought in on that because he was 100% right. Go ahead, right. And so, mind you, you hear a lot of the same terms of what I'm getting ready to say. Like, you, he asked about the analytics. This nigga wanted more insight on that. He went to title with mm-hmm. Jay. And was like, yo, can I see the numbers? And Jay told him, nah, you can't. And he was like, oh, well, thank you for being honest. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But he had an issue with that. He still had an issue. He just appreciate, appreciated Jay for honesty. And then even before even before the complex thing, you get Joe Budden's Rage in the Machine, which is his last album that he put out, where Joe Budden on that album, bro, he took the Uncle Joe pro- approach, where I'm the old nigga that knows this game, Right? Like uh, one of my my favorite lines from the album is I, I used to drive around I used to drive around the tunnel in the Lexus with the snub before Power 105 was sneaking breakfast in the club. I love that. Yeah. So that Joe took the old head. Ooh. I know it's fire. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But he took the old head approach of I know the system. I know these games. Even in the love tracks, he's he's from like a it's, it was all experience. Yeah. And so for you to put out that album. And to go through that at Complex, and to go through that at Spotify, and then do this. Your friends on your podcast legit want insight to the analytics. You tell them no. He's on a podcast with Parks and them, with Parks and Ian, two empty seats. And he's basically trying to make it seem like they were wrong. To me, I don't know. I'm not going to dick eat Joe. I'm not going to be one of these fans out here that's... that's I, I, I'm, I would I guess you could say I'm built different like Maul was. 
Yeah. Because to me, I don't give a damn if y'all aren't getting along on the podcast. This is what I've grown to love, and this is what I know the podcast to be. I don't want Ice and Ish. I love Ice and Ish, and I've loved them for years, honestly. Yeah. But I don't want a podcast of Joe and them. You think I can listen to that now after what you just did to, you know what I'm saying? What would you say to people who felt like the job and business, you know what I'm saying, the business move of it, you know? Some people felt like because Rory and Maul weren't essentially showing up, they had their disagreements. They, you know, Joe's case is that you can't have that same type of vibe with an employer. Mm-hmm. And I was, and it, it would become, and the people who mm-hmm. look at the business, are, those are the people that are capping and agreeing with Joe. The people that look at the business side of it. Right. Those are the people that'll be like, those are, these are the, this is all, and shout out to my guy, Eddie P. He does YouTube videos on it, but it's all recency. It's a recency bias. Those are the people that just started listening to the podcast over the last couple of years. Because if you know Joe, if you know Joe, then that's right. You're 100% right about the business. But this, for coming from this nigga, you are not the guy that can do that. That can, you talk all of this shit about the business side of shit and how niggas need to get their splits. You cried when De La Soul didn't get their splits on on uh, the Diddy network. Yeah. You cried because niggas wouldn't get their just due. And then you do this to your friends, bro. I, could, I, I don't respect it. I still love Joe because I've loved Joe for a long time. Like, pause. Um, but I just don't respect it, man. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say a few things about, like, some of the stuff that he said that I just didn't fuck with. Um, I just felt like everybody was calling this. I just wanted to point that out. People were calling that this was going to happen. People like Charlemagne just want to give people like yeah. that their flowers because, honestly... We had kind of been going to bat like, yo, like, nah, like, he know what he yeah, doing. He like, wrong. y'all wrong. Like, and then to, just to see this, like, if it crumbled with Patreon, I'd probably still be riding with Joe. Like, fuck it. Patreon was on some bullshit. Where the pod going next? Yeah. But now that the pod is crumbled, it really make me feel like, damn, Joe, everybody was talking about your relationships with these businesses. And there's an unfortunate track record. There's an unfortunate track record. There's love and hip hop. There's. Your rap career. Slaughterhouse, yeah. They're complex. Complex. Spotify. And now you got a solid deal with Patreon, but now now the podcast is broken up. Right. And then it's like, even before that, it was like, it's just like the track record of the bad relationships was already a bad look, but you had your, your OG men with you. The podcast was the one thing that you didn't fuck up. You know yeah. what I mean? And now... We're not going to say you fucked up because, yeah, the pot is still going. And like he said, I'm rich without him. Like him saying that, I'm I'm rich without him. It's like, that's crazy mm. to me to hear. Him saying that, um, Parks asked him about ownership and he said, uh, I feel like you're worth your weight. You're worth, you're worth the weight you pull. And it's like, that's crazy. So that, and, and yeah. I feel like you're worth, you're worth what you've done. And I felt like Joe, I only the only the biggest issue that I had with the whole thing is that Joe basically told these dudes or basically treated these dudes like he gave them a seat on a million dollar podcast. Like they had nothing to do with the fact that it's worth a milli. I felt like you need to go and look in the mirror, Joe. You would not have a million dollar podcast if it was just ish and champ ass ice. Like you think like you saying they ain't done shit. Like, nigga, they were sitting right beside you the whole time. Like, 
And then and then when they was talking about like the contracts, he's talking about their contract. This is one thing I didn't like. He brought up the fact that their contact their contracts were detailed. Right? Their mm-hmm. contracts detailed. Everything a part of their contracts. And they didn't say shit about it. And it's like Spotify literally told you that same thing. Yeah. And you said, fuck the contract. Who yeah. made the contract? That was like your 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 beef. Like your beef was okay, like so you mean to tell me they signed a contract and they knew that shit was about to be like this? Like, I hate when people, like, the nerve of people to throw a contract in your face, I'll be telling you, like, the nerve of your man to do that is Your crazy. man? Y'all, and just very even, simple if you don't watch the pod. This yeah. would be like me changing the name of this podcast in two months to the Terrence Mallory podcast. With Terrell. With yeah. Terrell. And Terrell's cool with it because that's my bro. And for real, for real, everybody knows why the fuck would he do that. Yes, but that was the biggest thing. Yeah, but it was like, fuck it, Rail's cool, and the respect is there. Right. And then me and Terrell start having fallouts on the pod. You feel me? Terrell feels disrespected, so he stopped coming in. I bring another dude on the pod. My boy Vince. Yeah, y'all, it's going to be me and my boy Vince. Yeah, Terrell is not here. Then next thing you know, I'm like, Terrell is fired. And Terrell ain't got no say to this Mallory Bros podcast because that nigga knows his contract. I'm the owner, so sorry, I'm the one that's got to say it. But Terrell, you ain't done shit. You you off? That nigga ain't got. He ain't got. Ain't no reason he should be talking to me. It's like whoa, like you went. I've been here since the beginning. Nigga, listening, you wouldn't have it. Exactly. You wouldn't have it without him. It's literally talking to like you don't. You would not have this without them. The gall. The gall. For, to, for you to treat them like you gave them a seat on a million dollar podcast. Yeah, man. Right. And we all saw this shit coming from the very beginning. I mean, when we went, they, they used to be called I'll Name This Podcast Later, which I love that name, right? They mm-hmm. changed it to the Joe Budden Podcast. And that's one thing that, that Charlemagne brought up. He was like, why did y'all let him change the name? That was the first thing Joe did that was a little narcissistic. Okay, it's about me. Then after that, the, the, the Spotify deal, he got on there and was like, yeah, I'm in the office. They flew me out. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. like, okay, you started a podcast. You're the one star on it. Then the last thing for me was the, the Patreon thing. Joe Budden's being brought on his head, such and such a Patreon. It's like he wasn't even saying it right. Nobody even knows what has Joe Budden done as the creator of equity at Patreon. I, haven't, I, I am a Patreon partner. I haven't seen shit at all. All that is the only thing we they haven't even put this nigga on the page. I think because podcasts are hot, Patreon is smart in partnering with one of the hottest podcast stars amidst the bullshit. Right. You know? They were smart in saying, yo, we about to get him because like look, you even got Netflix we just talked about last week is thinking about incorporating podcasts to their shit. So like everybody's thinking about incorporating it. So like the yeah. business move by Patreon was smart. It's just now, they made up a they made up a fake ass position for you though, because it's like yeah. what you and then just, we had to celebrate that. And then remember when people were saying that his co-host didn't look happy with it, they were like, "Nah, everybody trying to say y'all ain't happy." They was really unhappy behind that shit. They was putting on the front for the podcast. Yeah. And then lastly, I didn't like the the last thing on this, and then we'll when then we'll drop it. Um, I didn't like how he said, and if Rory and Maul wanna, he was like, Rory and Maul can start their own podcast. Well, no, they can't. Not for another year, or else I'll sue their pants off. It's, it's like, yo, you you just you just a whack, you just a whack nigga for that. Like, you just we, whack. And then what I feel like what they miss is like we don't know what happened for real, y'all. Like, y'all, you're talking shit about them. They're gonna have a response to what you said. But look, 
at the end of the day, we still kind of don't even really know why y'all niggas is beefing. Because y'all came on like y'all cleared it up. If you listen to that podcast all the way through? And now it's, I guess, because the... They said it was not about money and what's that the name shit was a lot. About, like, it was their all contracts about, and now it's like, yeah, you can't see your contract. They, it was all about accounting. Right. It was all about... Rory was asking for shit, bro. Rory wanted some of the YouTube money. Joe said no. He wanted some ownership. Joe said no. Even Facebook gave niggas. Remember, even Zuckerberg was giving out ownership, even though they was fucking people over. No, I was gonna tell you that this is just like the social network. Yeah. Once that nigga in the social network started running out of options, and it didn't look like he was gonna be able to do this shit dolo, he started taking advantage of the niggas around him to get further, and then started saying, "Yeah, well, I don't even really need you anymore." Type shit. Mm-hmm. And I remember his man was like, "What the fuck? Like you, you, you've completely been lost in this shit." Yeah, he's about to beat his ass. And the Justin Timberlake nigga, yeah, that made uh, what was that thing he was responsible for? It was like an audio something. He was responsible for Napster. Yeah, I know. The and Napster, Napster turns yeah. into the Napster dude had more ownership than the nigga that was his his right hand. I don't know, bro. It's just yeah, just using them to get to the next level. And then I guess we'll. Out of this, how do you feel about people mixing business with their friends? And I was really, that was the main thing that I wanted to talk about. But now I'm kind of burnt off of, you got anything? Uh, what, what, I, I mean, because just, now we're going to say the exact opposite of what we've been saying. But Which is what? Which is like, I mean, I, because I don't really know what to, like, when you go into business with your friends, like, I honestly, I'm going to keep it 100. This is going to be the, I know I don't like giving advice like this. I would not recommend it because it could impact y'all friendship. And I'm not saying don't do it because niggas will, like Terrell, I don't, I hate when Terrell says this because he said, he's, he's speaking on his experience why he'll tell you not to do it. I'm telling you, I, I think a friendship is more important than a business. And this is an example of what happens when you and your friends start a business you, don't, you know how you, y'all two look at friendships, but y'all don't know how y'all two look at business. And if, if this nigga looks at this business like it's all he has, like Joe Button is doing, he's be, he'll be willing to cut your head off for it if you threaten that. Now, the only reason why Joe Button is doing this is because Maul and Rory put their foot down and was like, yo, we're not about to just take whatever you say. We'll literally not show up. And what you going to do then? And he said, what I'm going to do then? I'm going to get two other niggas. And that shit started working. Mm-hmm. This is the beef with them. So my thing is like, you see, when you friends, that's when contract shit go underwater. You know, fuck the contract. That's my man. I'm sure the contract good. And if it's mm-hmm. not good, that's my man. We'll fix it. You feel me? That's how I would feel if you wrote a contract for me. Right. Just you being my bro. But I feel like when you go into business with your friends, it depends on what business it is. It depends on the control. And it depends on where the phones are going and how good of a friend's Y'all are and how good y'all can manage money because if it's going to end up like this. Right. You know? That's true. That's why I was like, and mm. honestly, it's all about the individual. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You can either be Joe or you can be Jay. You know what I'm saying? If you want a good example of somebody who's in business with their friends, it's Jay-Z. Tata, he he made a way for Tata. Made a way for Emery. Made a way for Big Bird. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's doable. It's just all about the... And it's, and it don't even start with Jay Z. Like it starts with everybody. Like no, I'm just saying like a, a good everybody, example. Yeah, I mean like yeah. for real, for real, that is a great example. But really, really, people look around. 
everybody put their team on. Right. Joe Budden, who's your team? In like you can't get rid of an Avenger and replace him with one of them agents for, of Shield. You know? You can't get rid of Iron Man and then put agents of Shield there. Like nobody wants to hear this nigga Ian talk. So like you are you are now dismant at first you are dismantling partnerships, links, right? I'm chain linked to Spotify. You know what, Spotify, y'all on some bullshit. Fuck this chain. Now I'm still just me. But, like, now you're fucking up what it what you have to offer. Right. Because if I'm Spotify, now I'm not measuring you as Joe Budden, the Joe Budden podcast. I'm measuring you as a new act, a new podcast that's coming with a split audience, two niggas, we have no idea who you are, and I feel like now when you get in business, it's going to be tougher because the foundation of what you have has foiled up upon everyone's eyes. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't no under the ground shit, you know? Now when y'all get on there trying to joke, it's like, I'm still going to be, that's why I and can't do exactly the exactly what happened with the new episodes. They was on there and Maul was quiet as shit. Yeah. It was like, and I'm talking about when he gets on this drink with Ice and Oh, Itch. yeah. Oh, damn. Hey, look, and I'm talking, yeah. And I'm, I was doing that. Sorry, y'all. I'll see if I can fix it. Look, and I'm talking about when he gets on there with Ice and Ish. Like, are you talking about when he get on there with the new people? It's gonna be a little awkward. Even then, it's gonna be awkward regardless because this shit happening in public. Yeah, because like, who wants to? You know what? Friends can definitely be in business, and I would definitely recommend it. Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? We can't scare ourselves out of working with each other. For fear of shit not working. I think we just got to grow above it not working. So what I think, because it can't work and then it has to work. Because it not working is a part of it eventually working. Right. If that makes any sense. So I feel like with him, that's how, that's how I feel. Or that's what I think Maul and Rory were thinking. Like, we're going to fix this until we get it right. And I don't think Joe was willing to do that. Right. It was like, I'll just replace this. Right. And... With your friends, y'all aren't Joe Button and Rory and Maul. Y'all won't have to have hash this out over a national podcast. It could be just a regular store. So I don't want to speak and say that you shouldn't mm -hmm. go into business because of that. I do think if y'all y'all have an issue, it should remain with the friends. Because look yeah. at all of the outside influences that are influencing this one thing. Right. I think honesty and accountability are the most important things when it comes to starting a business with your friends uh, or family. Like, Terrence will hold me accountable or be completely honest and blunt about shit. Sometimes it'll hurt my feelings or sometimes I get in my feelings about it. But he'll be honest and tell me if something's fucked up. And that's not even on no, no podcast shit. That's if I fuck my haircut up. He'll be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you fucked this up. Those are the people that you want to start a business with because those are the people that are going to be honest with you about all the details. You just made me sound like a jerk. Well, I would definitely not tell you you fucked up like that. But I would be like... You, might you know how wanna, we do. Terrence, you know if the fade ain't all the way faded. And you know what we do. Don't I wouldn't say you fucked that up. I'd be like, you 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 still got some more to do, right? Yeah, but you, still, you about to go back in yeah. there. But the, I think the issue that people have is you starting a business with somebody that you're not even all the way comfortable with being that honest being with. Being that honest with you. And yeah. so when shit goes awry, you might tuck those feelings. And then that's where shit start boiling over. Or you start building you you got feelings. Like they tell you don't want to do, they don't want to do something, yeah. or they don't agree with what you do, and now you and your feelings about it. Yeah, if you don't like the way somebody stores the whatever, and y'all have an apartment together, that's not the person you want to start a business with. If you can't say anything to them without them being receptive to it, or without y'all being able to work that out. Yeah, 
and don't do it because y'all got the same interest. I know it feels like, yo, if it's two heads focusing on this, then we can, nah. Make mm-hmm. sure two heads is focused on the vision first before you start moving shit because yeah, y'all got to have one common goal. Y'all could be like, you know what? We're going to open a clothing store. Yeah, we're going to have fresh pants. Yeah, we're going to have fresh shirts. Look, we could you know do both, but then it's we like, do both, right, but then he gonna be like, all right, we gonna put the pants at the top. Nah, I think the shirts look better at the top, bro. Nah, but my pants, I've been working. Yeah, see, she see? wanna do lashes, you wanna do. Maybe y'all should do y'all own thing, or yeah. just see what each other's. What's the end goal? And if, if and I'm gonna tell you, the same end goal then. I can tell you right now, just from sheer experience of working with this nigga, working with somebody on something is way harder than working on something that's yours. When it's yours, you can make executive decisions. Like, you know what? We're no longer going to be talking about this on the podcast. I cannot do that to Terrell. I actually can, but I can say it, but he's going to be like, oh, yeah, well, I think we should. And now I have to consult. Some people aren't good at that part. Some people, when they have to, when they say something and they get to push back, they like, you know? Yeah. And so some people need that soul. Yeah. That soul ownership. Um, But yeah. I feel like we gave some good advice. I think we gave some pretty decent, about, decent advice on that. Didn't want to spend too much time on the Joe Button topic. I hope they figure everything out. I'm in full support of Rory and Maul. Yeah. Because, like they said, we listened for years, right. Joe. Like, we didn't just say, oh, these niggas are successful now. We're going to listen regardless because it's a successful business. Uh, We listening because we listened for years. Yeah, to the people. To the people, and that's not why, just the yeah. network. That's why I'm not listening to Joe's new shit. Not. I'm gonna listen to Marlon Roy, whatever. Yeah, and got. my thing is like, you gotta look the Joe Budden network. You doing all of this shit, and your men is just right there, and you just not giving a fuck. Yeah. That they don't, they don't even have ownership on. You got a whole fucking network mm-hmm. where you got other joint podcasts on there, but they can't even get ownership into the one that they built. He's the only one, yeah. Over here, we you the only yeah. one responsible mm. for that podcast. Yeah, when Hajj said it. Over here, we measure success by how many people successful next, next to, to you. you. Here, we say you broke if everybody is broke except for you. Balls. Ain't nothing to it. Come on, And man. then nobody's touching anything when it comes to that, too. But anything else on the docket? Or I, I got some stuff on the docket. How long have we been recording? Hour 30. Ooh. Let's do this real quick. I just wanted to say this real quick to the fellas. Let me get this off real quick. All right. Um, This just... um. It's not for the fellas. This is going to literally be for everybody. But it's just self-care. I feel like... Stop saying that. People need advice around... Like, self-care is the most annoying topic now because everybody has just equated every single thing in the world to self-care. Oh, you know what? I'm getting ready to watch this show. Self-care day. No! You just about to watch your fucking show. Yes, you are satisfying yourself. But like, okay, I'm gonna tell you. Hold on, wait. Well, no, I'm gonna store. I'm gonna I'm store a. Uh, no, go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it. Because I haven't gotten started yet. Some people might look at just chilling, watching the show with self care. I know, but I'm saying this is what example I'm saying. Like, I really want to talk about taking care of yourself, and All I right. feel like watching a show. Yeah, that's satisfying. Something you want to do, but like yourself. Is that taking care of you? That's why I said, like, exactly. I'm getting ready to go for a bike ride. Self-care day. That's actually healthy. Making a choice for yourself? Yeah. but like Watching love and hip-hop is like taking a shot of heroin. Like, all right, yeah, you feel better, but did you really do oh, it no, the right way? I got way? that off. I got, look, I was talking to your aunt about that. For real? Your aunt currently. She said, 
for some reason I can't turn it off. She said, I, I put the drama on and I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm talking to the TV, but she said, but I hate it. Because I was telling her, I was like, there's going to be people who would listen to your podcast who don't like you. I'm sure there's a bunch of people that be like, this nigga Terrence, I swear this nigga. But you come back because you need to be annoyed again. And it's like, you know what? I hope that nigga Terrell tell that. I'll be Yeah. There's people who tune in for that. So like, and shout out to y'all. So like, <laughs> I feel like it's the same with that. But what I did want to say, because I'm going to give y'all some real self-care tips. And y'all going to be like, you know what? What's wrong? Mm-hmm. We good, we good. Okay. Y'all going to be like, you know what? Those are real self-care tips. Because look, Terrell, give me a self-care tip right now. A self-care tip? Uh, wash your face, fellas. I know sometimes we can just get in the shower, throw the soap up there, but like get a real face scrub. Shout out to my, my guy, I.O., Joy House Essential. Mm-hmm. Get you that turmeric face scrub and like do a real face wash. I've, I'm a nigga that will dub rag over the face like the rest of the body after under the pit. So, that's I my yo, we sending that invoice. <laughs> we do nothing free. <laughs> this nigga talking about, yeah, get that turmeric. Hey, support black business, man. Alley, you, support you black <laughs> My bad. That's my self-care Shout tip. Shout out to Joy House Essentials. Absolutely. Hey, look. Um, but that's, is that a good self-care tip? I would tip? say that's all right. But my thing is this. If we would have just basically put that on a page, wash your face. Some niggas wake up and do that every day. And you know what? That's actually a good thing because that's kind of what I'm getting at. I feel like you got to impact the things that you do every day. I think people spend too much time trying to prepare for shit you'll never get to. People buy outfits for places they'll never go. You bought a bikini, but you never went to the pool. You bought a surfboard, but you never went to the beach. Or you went once. And Mm -hmm. how much did you pay for that? You know what I'm saying? But, like, go look in the mirror. And I don't mean really, but, like, Look in the mirror and ask yourself, like, what do I do every day and what am I touching every day? Improve that. So these are going to be the tips that I'm going to give y'all that I feel like just help you. And these not no big rocket science things. People be like, I'm going to give you guys some tips on how to be, be, have a better mindset. So first thing you got to do, you got to start eating only lemons in the morning. (laughs) It's like I'm already out. (laughs) <laughs> Cut my good breakfast out for lemons in the morning. Look, lemons are filled with. It's like I don't even need to know. I'm good. I'm I'm not doing that. I'm gonna give y'all some real self care tips that I feel like if you do one of these, it's gonna just make you feel better. It will make you feel better. Um, and the first one, uh, first one is gonna be to get new socks and new underwear. But yes. that's not it. You get your new socks. You get your new underwear. Make sure that they, whatever, if you want them to match, whatever, you go to, if you need a, a, a place to go get them, Marshalls, TJ Maxx, Walmart, Walmart, Target. It don't matter. I get my t-shirts from Target. I get my undies from TJ Maxx, t-shirts Marshalls. t-shirts from Target? I get the comfort joints. This nigga's paying I pay, easy I pay $19.99 for a good, five good ones. $8.99 at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're going to get the Fruit of the Loom dingy uh-huh, joints. The going to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um. Get your new socks, new drawers. Come home. This is for ladies, too. Victoria's Secret. Women love socks. Fellas, if you don't know what to get your girl, get her some socks. Literally, it will make anybody happy. Mm-hmm. Anybody who hasn't gotten any gift ever, socks is the best new gift you can give yourself. Well, I'll tell you. Take them socks. Take them drawers. Go home. Get in the shower. Put on your new drawers and your new socks. You're going to feel like money. You don't have on Gucci. You don't have on a new outfit. But you're cooling it. You're fresh. Yeah, it's fresh. And guess what? You're going to get in the shower. 
later. You can get in the shower tomorrow. You can get in the shower this whole week. And you can look forward to what when you get out of the shower? Fresh, fresh, fresh on these fresh socks. This is a self-care thing that's going to be positive for you. Now, I'm looking forward to getting in the shower because I'm going to get out and put on my new this. Or if Shorty come over, I got new. Yeah. Or if I want to wear these shorts, I got these socks. And it's nothing better than a clean pair of socks. That's number one. We're going to move on to number two. Number one was dope, Number right? one is actually good. I'm actually getting ready to think about doing it. So, remember, you're going to impact what you see every day. Mm-hmm. Or what we touch every day. And I really recently just did this. So if you haven't done this, go to your kitchen, right? Open that fork drawer. What that look like? <laughs> Some of you only have two forks, one fork. Like one good spoon. You got that one fork in there that's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But you're just using it. And it doesn't look like a this sign. <laughs> yeah. Go to the all target. Right, all right, all right. Right? And get you some new forks and new spoons and new cups and new plates. And I'm going to tell you, that sounds expensive, right? I just got, how many, because you don't have to get that many. Terrell, I got a three-pack of the small forks, mm-hmm. and I got three big forks. The three big forks were $1.75. $1.75? A piece. $1.75 for them three good sport forks. And oh, the you three paid pack, oh, $2 a piece. It was $1.75 a piece. So I paid, okay, we can say $6. I paid for three good forks. Good okay. forks. For real, but I feel like they'd be cheaper than that. The three packs of forks that I got as well was $1.20. Nah, because I got three big forks and three of the small tea sporks. Tea fork. I'm sorry. It's like uh-huh. a tea fork. It's okay, a small yeah. version. That was a three pack. That was only $1.20. Like, I spent less than $10 in silverware. But I'm going to tell y'all. What you're going to do every day is you will eat every day. You're going to eat dinner, breakfast, lunch if you're living on your own, whatever. When you reach, literally, I was, I've been cooking all week. Remember? We didn't have those forks. Yep. Every time I go get a fork, I got to wash the one that I used. Because me and Terrell only got, we only had three forks in here. So I'm like, and you know, that happens. You like, throw a fucking fork away. You might throw it away. Yep. You might leave it in your room and throw it. You, know, you don't ever know. Yeah, but like, leave it in your room. Throw it in the trash. This nigga Terrence will have a chicken teriyaki from wow. Panda Express. On his desk in this room. And I'm like, when did you get this? <laughs> I'm not done eating that joint. But look, when you go eat, because that's something that you're going to do every day, you're going to reach in that drawer and you're going to get you a brand new fork. And Terrell, you just did it. It feel good. It feel good. I'm not going to lie. It, it made me a little salmon fix. I was like, look, a new cup, new plates. Now you're looking forward to cooking to put the food on that new plate. New cups. Now you're looking forward to, you know what? Let me go drink. Let me go give me a cup of water. Just fucking put it in a new cup. Guess what? How many they got cups at Target? Fifty cents a piece, one dollar a piece. Y'all niggas will go and spend twenty dollars on a shirt, ten dollars for silverware, ten dollars on cups and plates. It's gonna fix your mood for, and you a dude, so you mm-hmm. think that you this not oxy, important. You get an oxytocin release from you it. Thinking or, yeah, you thinking it's not important, a, but son. Yep. I got one more. New toothbrush, new hairbrush. One hundred percent easy. Cause guess what? Some of you, some of you don't brush your hair in the morning. You know why you don't brush your hair every morning, bro? You don't even have a new brush. You didn't get a new brush. Y'all be wondering why you didn't start anything or why you can't get started. But you got to give sometimes yourself a jump start. Yeah. You want to know why you're not going to the gym, but go buy a jump rope. Now you be like, you know what? I need to put that jump rope to use. Or get some new gym gear. Yeah. And you know, just, the ladies, shout out to the ladies because the ladies will go get them a workout set and then end up in the gym. Yeah. But what I'll tell you, they have better access. They have way more access to dope ass. Women shit, gym yeah. shit is everywhere. I swear, I swear we have... Fabletics and whatever. But the last thing that I was going to say for self-care 
is this one's a little expensive, but Terrell can probably attest. Get you a waterproof Bluetooth speaker for the shower and stop bullshitting around and get it. Yeah. Get in the 100%. shower and set that fucking vibe. Audio book, music, interview. Keep your mind racing in the shower. Think about how therapeutic a shower is. If yep. you were enjoying, if you add another level to that, that speaker, I'm telling you. And now I can't get in the shower and not play something. I mean, it's crazy. And it's another thing. A speaker, most waterproof speakers now have microphones. So let's say you get a call. I hit the play button on my speaker. Yo, what up? What you doing? I'm in the shower right now. Oh, damn. Yeah, I was getting ready. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Just call me when I... Look, I hit the drink, and then my music come back, man. Like, y'all should have that experience in the shower. So yeah, take if you're, those, taking a, if you're taking a quiet shower, but some people like the sound of, but I'm telling you, play what? some, yeah. get you some, get your tunes right. Bro, I'm about to get in the shower when I get up from this table. <laughs> I will 1,000% put that Conway back on. 100, 100. Look, y'all, take those self-care tips, and I feel like apply them, if, even if you just apply That's one, dope. but yeah, like, sure. watch how that. them joints. We should, do a, we should do some self-care. We should add that to the every week. Yeah, I definitely want to go in there and do that because instead of being mad negative and all of that. And you know what I'll tell you? I got a self-care tip. Fuck it. Okay. After <laughs> it rains and it's still wet outside, put the motherfucking windows down and just and put the roof back. Oh, yeah. That is the most therapeutic. And it, when it's nice and cool. The, the, the ground's still wet. Yeah. Or and like if it's hot outside, don't turn the air on and just put all your windows. Some of you niggas, body heat is just too crazy. My body heat right now, I got this tank top on this, under this. I'm baking. We're going to talk about how you came here looking like you was uh, at the Source Awards in 19... Uh, With a red polo? Yeah, boy. You look you looking real. Anybody that don't... <laughs> <laughs> What you look like? You got the LA hat on? <laughs> Nigga sitting here looking like, you look like Dre before he popped. Yeah, all right. That's definitely, you got on the straight out of Compton fit right now, boy. Yeah, you look like this a- This nigga look like a straight out of Compton extra. You was at the Easy e concert. Yeah. Hey, my part coming up. That's me walking past. <laughs> you, look, you look like you teach, but in a trailer. Okay. <laughs> you look like you an administrator, but for in-school suspension. I feel like he said this before. Y'all can't let him get off the same rock. The That's same not joke. the same, though, because you look like that, boy. You look like you teach- you look like you teach thirteen year olds that fail, <laughs> and I'm bringing them back. And I'm bringing them back. You right, look, look like you look like Terrence Howard when he was in Pride, boy. Your swimming ass. You used to be real. You used to be a, a, a top swimmer. I will cry. When, I cry when I watch that movie. When they be like, "It's our house," I cry. Like honestly, I shed a tear. If y'all haven't seen that movie, Pride, dope. Mm-hmm. And honestly, hey, look. Well, let's just say this: we haven't said anything about TV, but we just started watching Invincible. Terrence is a bigger anime nigga than me. I don't mm-hmm. even fuck with anime. I don't even fuck with anime either. Let me I just, just tell you, too. no spoilers, but kind of a spoiler, but not really. All of a sudden, look, I'm just gonna tell you: it's not. This is not a spoiler. Shit is like a family show. Hey, whatever. And then it's just bloodshed <laughs> out of nowhere in one episode. And I'm like, oh shit. So we still, we had still like the first three episodes. First two episodes. Haven't finished. But um, shout out to Supreme Dreams, RDC World. Them niggas are the reason why I started watching it. Yeah. Because I'm like, what the fuck is this? All right, I got an Amazon video. Yeah. Fuck it. Um, but, but yeah, shout out to all of the anime niggas. And do not flood me with all of your My Hero Academia. I don't want to watch it. If you're enjoying <laughs> that one, next one has to be. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. We um, Nah, real quick. Oh, you ready to get out of here, Terrell? Oh, well, you said, what you got? Unless you got something else. I, I was just going to say, real quick, did you want to talk about the gas shortage? Oh, 100%. How could I not? Um, uh, what were we at, Terrell? 140? 147. We'll right. give it another 13 minutes. Listen, this thing. You niggas 
And it's not, I'm pretty sure it's none of y'all. This not gonna take but 13 any, minutes. Okay, yeah. Anybody uh-huh. that took gas bottles and tubs of to fill up, you are a sociopath, and I hate you. I, I swear that I did not see that until like 30 minutes before we started this. It's <laughs> ridiculous. People are. I really just hate people. It's the same thing, y'all. I did. I I saw y'all do it with the toilet paper, and we had no need for all of that toilet paper or paper towel, and. Niggas really ran out of paper towel and wanted to get their regular fix and couldn't get it. But the fact that they did that with gas, I and did you see the Hummer that blew up because the nigga filled up five gallons? He died. Are you serious? Yes. His Hummer blew up because he filled his Hummer up and then filled up these big ass jugs of five I've gallon done. jugs of gas. And he put all the motherfuckers in the back seat. That motherfucker hit a lump or something. The shit went everywhere. Caught fire, blew up. I oh mean, the joke engulfed. And rest in peace to him if he's really dead. They didn't really say anything about somebody dying, but I think there's no way you survived that. Maybe he's got, maybe he's burned up, right? Because I think he's he might have got the car. Definitely burned up. But now be you in get 2040 to 2040, like I'm this way because that gas. <laughs> <laughs> What's your story? This is not supposed to be funny, man. <laughs> he could be, he could be somewhere telling niggas, hey. Be patient and wait your turn. Uh-huh, when that click comes, don't. <laughs> this is not supposed to be funny. They go, look, happy burp. They bring his, they bring his, his cake in with the candles. They not even lit. <laughs> <laughs> the candles not even lit. Happy Dead, burp. They look, niggas in the side like, I ain't like the candles. <laughs> look, they look at, oh damn, I see. <laughs> he I don't know if must I can, not be good with. Ter- I don't think I can put this in there. I don't think I can. I'm going to leave it in there because fuck it. Did he die? I don't know, Terrence. You know what? Is that fucked up that I'm saying this? He shouldn't have went and filled that up. Nah, Terrence. That's still fucked up. He, we're talking about him living. He's living a prosperous life. He's probably a millionaire. He has a hummer. He got more money than me. Look, Hummers don't even cost that and, much. And money doesn't mean you can just talk shit about your people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take that back. I'm going to take it back. I'm walking back. I'm leaving that in there. Fuck yeah, it. If, we get, fuck if it. I get canceled, hey, dude who got burnt up, I am so sorry. This is also in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, real quick. The gas shortage was because of a cyber attack. Something happened. I don't have no idea why I honestly don't. Do it you was, know? They said it was a Russian. I think it was Russian. It was a cyber attack. And it only happened on the East Coast, but it impacted a certain. So they're not fighting for gas in California? No. This is only an East Coast thing. This is North Carolina. This is Florida, Virginia, and then look, we started to get hit <laughs> because yeah, we were so Virginia. close. Yeah, and then it's the thing, y'all. Uh, they said we should be good by Memorial Day, believe it or not. So believe it or not, they said everything should be back to normal by Memorial Day, but the cyber attack fucked everything up. Now before we move past this, because you got on the gas, the gas stuff. I thought they, filling up the gas shit was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean honestly, I. I went and got gas that night because dad, you see, this is a beauty in having parents yes. alive. And I am going to miss them so much if, you know, or, you know when yeah. they transition. But your parents tell you shit that you have no idea. Like my dad called me and was like, hey, man, you need to make sure you stop at the gas station and get gas. I know we were talking this morning. You didn't have it. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm probably fill up because dad ass, I was going to get gas either way. Yeah. He was like, no, like you need to make sure you go tonight. And I'm like, why? He's like, there's a shortage. It's like, what the fuck? I'm like, what the fuck? There's so much shit that would just slip my mind. I would have just been a nigga at the gas station like, why the fuck is this motherfucker jumping like this tonight? Nigga, that was me. I I have a slow leak in my back right tire. I went to the Wawa, because I don't know if y'all know this. Wawa has free air 
Love it, yeah. Stop swiping your card on that little thing and go to and find a Wawa and get your air. But uh, I was getting my air, and I'm like, thank God nobody at this air joint, but damn, it's packed tonight. But look, this was like 8 o'clock, so I was like, you know what? Everybody getting off work, it's just jumping. And I was like, I do need gas. I'm going to the, I'm gonna go to the Exxon. That's my favorite gas station. First gas station I let black people get gas was at Exxon. Anyway, is that a fact? That's a fact. Uh, hope that dude who said it was right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's literally everybody who says it's a fact. Right. But um, I went up the street to the Exxon and it was packed and I was like, it must be that prime time for gas. So I left. <laughs> and when I got home, uh, I got a phone call and it was like. Yo, we just got a cyber attack, so you need to go get gas. You need to make sure you get gas. I'm like, who's it, ma? Yeah, I'm like, hold up. Like, mm -hmm. I just couldn't believe that. I thought that it was just a jumping gas night. Yeah, that shit, yeah, that shit is annoying. Because now, like, it's fucked up all of the Ubers. People ain't trying to Uber. Yeah. yeah and so. The last thing, Terrell, mm -hmm. that I'm going to say on this, we it's have to talk about, we don't got to get, we're not going to talk about this for a long time. But I think it just goes without mentioning that uh, I think the folks in Palestine right now are going through a lot. If you think about a lot of the stuff that happened to us, bro, with like, I want you to think about like the shit that our ancestors had to go through with police brutality and like just uh -huh. senseless murders. But because they the police and there's a weak government, nothing happens. So there's no justice around shit like that. Mm -hmm. um, in Palestine, like, it's like a there's, a there's like a war. Well, no, they don't want you to use that war. They don't want you to use that war because it's lopsided. It's yeah. not a war. It's not fair. Yeah, they don't it's want like, you to use the word war. But just prayers. Is it Palestine or Palestine? I don't even know. I always said Palestine, Palestine. Uh, prayers up for Palestine if you don't know too much. The the Israel military out there is stealing their land, ruining villages, just displacing families. Yeah, and the Random biggest acts of violence everywhere with no justice or nothing even happening. Um, right, and I, I, I think the biggest thing for me that that hurts to see is like all of the children and innocent families that are involved, and there's kids that are dying. Right, and so true prayers up to Palestine, and um, and the only reason why I'm bringing this up, y'all, and because I'm sorry, I looked up how to say this because yeah. The only reason why I'm bringing this up, y'all, is to um, spread awareness. It's Palestine. Palestine. Yeah, so it's all about spreading awareness. A couple people hit me that were affected because, you know, they are either, I'm not too sure if they're there or if they're from there. They got family there or, you know, it's just their origin. And so prayers to y'all. Yeah, but listen to this. The reason, because I feel like there's going to be some people who think, okay, because I used to think like this. Mm -hmm. This is happening in Palestine. What does it have to Palestine. do with Palestine? For real, for real, for real. I've heard them say Palestine. I don't think it's a big fucking deal. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but imagine if somebody said United States. You'd be like Fuck United. It. I ain't gonna cut them off and be like United. <laughs> United. <laughs> all, right, all, right, like, all right, all right, go ahead. But look, and you're not even. All right, bet you a Palestinian? That's you. You look Palestinian. Or well, I'm like, I can't do this now because see, exactly you had to get me in trouble. Um. I used to feel like if it's happening in Palestine, it don't got nothing to do with me, so why should I worry about it? Y'all, if you're thinking that, because I feel like a lot of people are throwing a blind out of this because they used to shit happening in other places and they don't want to yeah. talk about it. The reason why you see a lot of people talking about this is to bring awareness to the fact that 
the, the, the Israeli military that is reigning this hill amongst Palestine, guess who's funding them $3.8 billion a year? That military force. No way. U.S. taxpayers. Meaning y'all, when you go to Chick-fil-A, and you just thought the meal was nine ninety nine, and then you said, "Damn, I gotta go to the car and get quarters because right. it's ten fifty. That fifty is going to the Palestinians' demise or their struggle. Their right. those tax dollars are funding that. So it's not that we gotta stop paying taxes. It's just that we gotta be the earthquake. If y'all think about an earthquake, this is literally like the Earth's. It's like the Earth having indigestion." But, like, if you think about an earthquake, these are like Earth's plates moving, right? Uh-huh. Think about an Earth plate. An Earth's plate is probably big as fuck. But think about the earthquake. It feels like this little wave on our feet that we feel as humans. Sometimes it can bring, break buildings down, but I'm just saying, you know mm-hmm. how sometimes you just feel it. That's the type of wave we got to make so that the ones up top, we make the big noise down below, the ones up top feel it. And maybe they'll say, look, we're going to pull our tax dollars away from that because what they're doing is bullshit. Or we'll help them get shit straight. Mm-hmm. So, praise up for Palestine. I just want to put that in there because I know a lot of people ask, and I'm like, yo, we're not uninformed about it. So Right, yeah. And forgive me for not being as doubting as I should be behind it. I just want to make sure, like, the people that, that sent me a DM or said, hey, y'all should maybe talk about this. I got y'all. Definitely, we got y'all. And I'm definitely up for being. Send I me got all him and I got y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. You know, stay out front of it, learn more about it as well. Any way I can help, send me the uh, the GoFundMe's and stuff like that. I'm a big GoFundMe guy, so if there's any money going anywhere, Terrence, you'd better not look my I'm way. I'm not. I'm just saying, you like, know, I will give a coin to you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I ain't hating on you. But um, that is the Mallory Bros Podcast, episode 48. Sir, yes, sir. We let me get the drop podca- ready. Two podcasts away from 50 podcasts. Yes, oh, man. The big five oh. And, and, and look, it's Friday, y'all. We got new Nikki. We got new Migos, new J. Cole. Y'all go out there and enjoy that fucking music, oh man. Oh, my goodness. And we Please can't listen get out to any of mm-hmm. it. I listen to the Money Bag. I love Money Bag. So fire. It's fire. And that T. Grizzly is fire. And that T. Grizzly is fire. And I just, I listen to the Conway. Conway has my favorite album of the year right now. Yeah, man. Hey, look, y'all. The Nine's going to drop soon. We got we I'm got saying that with a J. Cole album, right? right. <laughs> All right, right. You got it. Yes, sir. Um, I really got nothing to say to close out, man. Everybody be safe. They just lifted the mass ban on the entire country if you have the vaccine. So if you don't have the vaccine, wear your mask, stay safe. Next time. <laughs>